1: the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions.
2: All right, let's roll. The Friday afternoon edition of Game Time Decisions Radio. I am David Moretz. sitting alongside the Cam Stewart. We've got a full house. Uh, this afternoon, Steve Merrill will join us. Babano will step up and in. Benny Riccardi will kick it with us. Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> Benny Riccardi uh, will throw it down uh, with us on the program uh, today. As uh, we pick up the pieces uh, following uh, day two of the World Cup, uh, yesterday started out with a uh, five nothing route Russia over Saudi Arabia. Uh, this morning, there was big drama from Russia, Uruguay. One of the um, The favorite to win the group and uh, one of the top teams in the tournament got all that they could handle uh, this morning from the Egyptians, uh, but uh, they're bailed out late in uh, extra time, added time, I should uh, say. Big header. Big header. And uh, then we've got absolute insanity, man, in uh, Morocco and Iran earlier in the day in which uh, Morocco pretty much dominated Iran. And, in fact, Iran became the first team since 1966 to win a World Cup game without having a shot on goal in the second half. <laughs> wow. like, they didn't have a shot on goal. It was a s- scoreless draw, and I got screwed, man. I was literally like 30 seconds away from winning a score, no-goal prop in-, in the entire game. Like an idiot, I didn't cash out. I had the option to cash out earlier. I didn't cash out. And a uh, dude on Morocco scores on his own goal. You would have thought he was trying to score the way he handed the, uh, the ball. Into the net, and then when you think you can't get any crazier than that, Spain and Portugal just played one uh, for the ages. Cristiano Ronaldo just cemented himself as um, not just a pretty boy who chips in easy uh, goals. As listen, Cristiano Ronaldo has a lot of haters. You think LeBron James is a polarizing figure? Like Ronaldo is either beloved or people just they think he's overrated. He doesn't do anything. He scores on penalty kicks. He stands around. He's not a complete player. He's not the best player in the world. And uh, and all that other stuff. That, you know, a lot of the goals that he has scored over the years, it is true. You know, he's sort of standing around and boom. He hits it into an open net or he buries a penalty kick. But uh, that goal that he just <laughs> scored right there to tie their, uh, their biggest rivals along with Brazil. In in Spain, freaking epic! That was magical. Instead of like uh, bend it like Beckham, it's now a curve it like, like Christian. A... <laughs> I could say curve it like Cristiano, but uh, curve it like Christian just it's has got, that. It's got better punch. Yeah, it's got. If you're, you're selling this movie in Hollywood, yeah. it's gonna be curve it like uh, <laughs> Christian. Christian.
1: Yeah, that was unbelievable on the kick, Gabe. We thought the the defender got a grazed grazed it with his head, but no, just curved it right around, right into the top shelf. And what a seesaw battle, too! Crazy goals in the game where Ronaldo scored uh, the first on the penalty kick, then the second goal. And Manchester United's got one of the best goaltenders going. He absolutely gagged. It was absolutely it was shocking. Like the Brits, I was listening to the game on the radio. They were freaking out about that goal. What what drama? You said it, man. This is only game three. What game four into the tournament? This thing's
2: just started, buddy. This, this is, is going to be
1: fantastic.
2: Is, this is why the uh, the World uh, Cup is uh, the biggest sporting event in the world. Now, uh, you know, technically the Olympics are the biggest uh, sporting event in the world. It's it's yeah. it's yeah. faster. There's more sports as far as like television and the monstrosity of it. But that's different. Like this is a one sport event. That yeah, we're you know we're, we haven't even seen France play yet, Germany, Germany play yet, yep, Brazil exactly. play yet. Um, you know, this is this is what it's the World Cup just produces drama, man. It uh, it just does. Um, all right. Um, so we always tell you to uh, to bet at uh, mybookie.ag, and there's a sports book out there right now that will uh, remain unnamed. That's not mybookie.ag, and although uh, we're big fans of mybookie.ag, uh, like uh, most degenerate uh, gamblers, we have accounts at uh, various places. Yep. And uh, one, one, various place uh, right now has graded. The Spain and Portugal draw as a loss. Now, listen, I've been around the block enough times. This isn't cricket. You know, like I've had issues with cricket rules before. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about the tablet. <laughs> Cricket's tough. We could tell you about the tablet a little bit later on and why. We need another show for that. Why one. I'm on the cricket list uh, with a sports book, basically. Like, I'm never allowed to complain about a cricket outcome again <laughs> the rest of my life, like with this sports book. But... Uh, no, listen, cuz there's there's a difference, right? Like a lot of people don't realize like when you bet a draw, let's say like in the uh, in a knockout stage, you know, there's 90 minutes and then they go to extra time, extra time. Yep. and they play 30 more minutes. That's separate. That is separate according to the bet. That's a different world. Like when you're betting, you're betting on the 90 minutes. The 90 and, minutes and injury time, plus whatever added time yeah, exactly, is exactly. added as far as injury time, that's part of the ninety minutes. This there is no knockout stage no, here, this so is a draw. therefore the, the, the final result
1: was three-three. Therefore, yeah, die.
2: <laughs> it, there is no added time, you know, that or will, extra time. That unnamed sports book, I'm guaranteeing
1: by the end of the show, you will have money in that account. They're probably they, they just screwed up they just probably graded them graded them all wrong people are going to go bonkers on the phone and you will see money in your account
2: well i would call them right now live okay. and i'm actually considering doing this on the air actually oh nice interesting I, I was actually going to to be honest with you like i was so just sort of rattled yeah. by this and i just saw i was like yeah, i'm going to call them and uh, and i'll do this live but now the problem is I gotta share account number information, yeah. sir. And, what
1: is your account number? Your password? Yeah, that's not gonna work very well. Yeah, yeah, because we can't put like we can't put a black thing over your face like in when you're getting interrogated. There's no way we cannot get around it. So and it's not happening. And
2: <laughs> the fact of the matter is, too, I called and uh, their lines are busy. Oh. What do you think? You yeah, think which,
1: a, you think there's a few people calling right now, in which their How, lines are yeah, never busy how's, either. Yeah,
2: how's the Portuguese
1: guy betting the draw right now? Going absolutely bonkers when he took uh. Well, everybody's Sonny, money.
2: Sunny Vega, Sunny Vega being the high roller uh, that he is, um, Sonny Vega jumped in on this in game wow. draw plus twelve hundred. Good for you, Sonny. Great, great call. 200, 300 dollars. At twelve to one, yeah. So what a what a hit! Thirty six hundred dollars score. Great, great move, Sonny.
1: That's fantastic. I like happy stories.
2: And uh, well, it's not very happy right now because no. they've graded it as a loss. Oh, so oh that,
1: that that's going to change. That's going to
2: change. Yeah, basically. Yeah,
1: I've had many sports books. It happens a lot in horse racing where they screwed up third and fourth, and the way they do it, I, I'm always on the phone with these guys. It drives me nuts. That's so you know, why well you
2: got to bet at mybookie.ag. Yeah, that, this this one happened. Exactly. They're, they're smart enough. They know how to grade yes. bets properly.
1: And give you the 8% rebate, and I was only getting 2% at my other place. So I'll tell you something, Gabe, though. Uh, every time I dealt with it, yeah, there's, oh, yeah, sorry, we'll put that horse in the super or whatever. You get it back. But the funny thing, though, is I don't know how you could screw up a 3-3 tie. It's not very complicated. It's called a draw.
2: Not to mention in the biggest... Uh, sporting event uh, in... Yeah, ex- <laughs>
1: exa- exactly. It's like, what
2: are you trying to do here? Pull a fast one on us? Come like, on. There's people in Kenya yeah. that had action on this, yes. and there's people in Kansas that had action on <laughs> you this. You
1: are absolutely... There's a guy in a, in, in a hut made of snow who's got action on this Yeah, that, like and, it's basically... Or the equator. Yeah. Everybody's got action.
2: It, it, it'll be uh, settled down oh, because okay. I know... Listen, I still just took a beating on this game. I lost a lot of props and a lot of in-games in this game, but... The draw just saved my ass on the way out, and we miraculously actually hit—we um, miraculously hit a, uh, a corner prop. We took uh, over eight and a half corners. It was sailing over the number man. Spain had five corners in the first half. All right. The problem is, Spain took the damn lead. And when Spain have the lead, they have the ball. You don't get it back. More than Allen Iverson and Kobe Bryant combined, (laughs) all right? Exactly. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) like, come on, he's spinning the ball. Just take it. (laughs) Like, you know, really. Like, from about the 76th minute to about the 85th minute of the game, ball control. Portugal couldn't touch the ball. I know,
1: they're just watching.
2: Like, I was sitting here dying a slow death. I was pretty depressed uh, uh, before I was about to come on the air here. I, gotta I was like, be, oh, I gotta go i got to be honest ahead.
1: with you, Marazzi. I was a little bit scared because I come into the studio and I see you yelling at the TV pretty hard, but Hey, that's the beautiful thing, man. Things change real quick in that game. Boom, boom, two corners in a row to hit the over, and then the beautiful. Yeah, but beautiful I didn't. Ronaldo I didn't wait. I
2: still lost money on this game. No, but
1: the positives.
2: Yes, it the could positives. have been. Yes, the positives are it could have been, been a uh, hell of a lot worse. It could have been much worse. It's like uh, it's like going out on a date and hoping you're going to get laid, and uh, you know. You get a hand job. I really... I, I think that's a... I think that's a success. That's a good analogy? Yeah,
1: it is. Very good analogy. Because I'll, I'll accept what I can get. <laughs> if I went on a date and I got a hand job, this, I'd be this, pretty happy on the this, first date.
2: Or this might be a... Uh, <laughs> this might be a just a, a French kiss. Oh, French kiss? Yeah, but not uh, an Australian French kiss. Uh, as I learned what an Australian French kiss is uh, last week. What's an Australian French kiss? It's the same thing as a uh, French kiss, but... Uh, down under.
1: Oh, I- <laughs> <laughs> well, not but, a bad yeah, life with cannibal tongue. I do pretty good down that, down that, below, game. That's that's where that's that's, that, my, that's, that's uh, my region.
2: Yeah, you know, just uh, that, uh, use, feel free to use that on the ladies. <laughs> it works for uh, Mick Aussie. <laughs> hey, mate.
1: It works for Nick Ozzy.
2: That's the Aussie French kiss.
1: That's a good one.
2: Yeah, so without a doubt, yeah, without a doubt, people uh, are freaking out. uh, People uh, worldwide worldwide right now are. uh,
1: Refresh, refresh, phone, ring,
2: ring. It's the emotion of uh, the World Cup. And uh, without a doubt, there's somebody that had Spain. Uh, to win this game. I can't believe uh, just what happened in the same sense that I can't believe what happened earlier today with the uh, Red and uh, Morocco. Man, the World Cup. We'll check in with um we'll uh check in with uh Cam's uh, roommate Portuguese uh, Joe, a yeah. little bit yeah, later. Yeah, we'll up. try
1: to give him a call. Yeah, we'll we'll see where he's going. He's told me he watch the game at uh, a Portugal club, but uh hopefully he's got Gabe he's got a little bit of a hearing problem from flying, so if he goes what 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 a lot we'll we'll just gauge Joe how he's feeling. He's probably pretty pretty bombed too. I have a feeling there was a lot of shots going down when Ronaldo scored that third goal.
2: That's all right. It won't be the first time uh, we put a uh, drunk person <laughs> on oh, the air. Good points. Very good points. All right. So uh, Saudi Arabia lost five nothing uh, yesterday Post. to uh, to uh, to Russia. Now I'm I'm actually starting to uh, to believe that I don't know. I think they might have rolled over or something. Something's happening here. And I'll tell you what, uh, the uh, Saudi Arabian um, I was going to call them officials, but let's just call them what they are—the Saudi Arabia, Arabian dictators. <laughs> I don't believe they have elections there. No, but if for some get, reason, yeah, we, we don't try to overthrow them. But uh, but, anyways, all right. So, um, um so uh, yeah, Saudi Arabia—the head of uh, sport—is uh, very upset uh, with the five-nothing uh, result. In which he uh, stated, uh, we were very disappointed uh, by the defeat. Three specific uh, players on the club will face penalties when they return Uh-oh. home. Oh, Stoning? I don't know. Hanging? No, they're not going to hang on them. Death? It's, I don't know. Like if Stoning sounds pretty They're going to uh, treat them like women. They're not going to be allowed to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to wear shawls? God, man, I just dropped so much great material on this show. Like, people just take it for granted, man. I
1: don't take it for granted. I like got a I I laugh track. Like going this to.
2: this is like HBO yeah. HBO comedy type stuff that you know just goes right over people's heads, I'm sure. But nevertheless, nevertheless, although I'm probably not welcome in the kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's
1: a good point. I don't think we really need to go there anyway.
2: I uh, should probably shut up. Uh, they, they have their investment tentacles. They're like George Soros. Been, They've got their beaks and everything, Camp.
1: They sure do. I've been to Morocco, though, Gabe. Saw a lot of dead chickens in uh, villas there. It was pretty wild. <laughs> like, dead chickens just lying on the floor. Like, I'm just sitting there watching the blood in the chickens, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here in this uh, place? It was pretty wild.
2: All right. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Ezat. Yes? Uh, Mr. Ezat is uh, Adele Ezat is the Asaki foot, uh, Saudi uh, Football Federation chief. He's warned uh, severe penalties await some players when they return home, and he even uh, named uh, specific players. And you know what, though? I like his, I like his style in which uh, he's basically calling them out. The result is totally unsatisfactory because it does not reflect the true level of our preparation. It's basically stating, hey. Yeah, you guys rolled over for Russia. What's going on here? Confirming the names of the men, several players will face a penalty. Goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Goalkeeper. <laughs> Goalkeeper. Abdullah <laughs> Al-Mayouf. You're on the list. Striker, Muhammad Al-Sawahi. And defender, Omar Hawassi, uh, will all face a penalty. What do you think the penalty will be? And uh, they go on to say this is down to their weak potential and ability. We- We did everything for this team and generation of players. Everything. We brought them the best technical support. A team of the highest level. We've paid them for the last three years in preparation. But now we see they have limited capabilities. They have achieved just five percent, as one of his of expected of them. Wow! I like this guy. <laughs> you're right. Like, imagine,
1: like, no offense, in Canada, if we lost five nothing or something, they go, hey, no, "No problem, friend. You know, we
2: could go out and work." Yeah, next but, time.
1: like this guy, this guy means business, man. Yeah, He's, yeah, he means
2: business, though. Like, this is like, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this though, Cam. Like, uh, Iraq once disappointed. Uh, uh, at the World Cup. And uh, when the players got back home, Saddam Hussein's son, who was the uh, Football Federation uh, president, you know why he punished them? He made them practice with cement soccer balls. He made them kick cement <sighs> balls oh, barefoot. Wow. That's, you, you know that's what he, torture. You know what he did to the volleyball team and the basketball team? <laughs> no,
1: I have no idea.
2: What? Because they're all tall? Yeah. He put them in like a uh, a four foot cross space.
1: Oh, and they and they all like locked them in. Can't yeah, move. Yeah. Like a small jail. Yeah, so Oh my god. They had
2: to be all crutched off. Oh, or...
1: man. oh my god. That's torture.
2: Locked that in. Is all... tr- yeah, Dude, yeah, no, that's they... straight up torture. Well, that's why I'm saying we can get we can get a laugh out <laughs> of yeah. him being upset. Yeah, but, but these guys there are there is gonna... concern now with people saying, Hey, what do you mean penalty by yeah. this? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, are you gonna hurt these people? Yeah.
1: It sounds like you will.
2: The Saudis are backing off a little bit. No, no, you no. Know, no, they're, no. They're,
1: just, they're just disappointed. It's going to run
2: laps. <laughs> Hard labor. <laughs> family. abduction. Steve Merrill joins us next.
3: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Eight four F N T S Y. That's eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source, twenty four hours a day. Use as directed.
2: Game time decisions continues. As does the frustration. Of, uh, you can't get through when you're looking for money. Uh, we just called, uh, we called the book again man, uh, during man, the break. Man, uh, their, their phones are busy. busy. They're obviously being ambushed uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, the yeah.
1: Guy, the guy in charge of the sports book right now is peaking. He's calling extra people f- to come in for a customer
2: service sh- shift. The lines are blowing up right now. You talk about it, Gabe. Hey, Cam, I'm going to have to ask you to yep. uh, stop uh, moving your leg so oh, much. Well, oh, right? I move my leg? Well, you can't move, move oh. your leg as freely as you want, but... oh. Just don't kick the table. Oh, okay. I didn't realize I was kicking the table. I was just going to say,
1: this isn't the St. Jude Classic where a couple guys got money on it. This is the World trying, Cup.
2: I'm trying to look at my computer, yeah. and it, it's it's moving. I think I'm going to move back. It's like Jurassic Park. I know Jurassic Park, the movie's coming out soon. Like, you're like a dinosaur. Like, you move, and like, the yeah. entire table moves. Yeah, I just got a real bad
1: I got a real problem with my leg these days, too. It's uh, added to the ailments. I broke my leg when I was playing hockey. You a lot of problems, younger. Cam. Yeah, I, I, it's true, Gabe. I, I, it's true. I'm breaking down pretty hard, but...
2: You know what? We got a got a job to do, friend. Let's bring in Steve Merrill. <laughs> yes. Steve Merrill's got a job to do. Uh, get wasted and celebrate the Washington Capitals-Stanley <laughs> Cup uh, championship. Steve, like Alexander Ovechkin. He's still partying.
4: I was trying to find odds on if he could throw a first pitch because I told my friends, I go, there is no way a guy from Russia has ever thrown a baseball. And um, I actually had the pregame on tape that day. and They didn't show it on the Nationals pregame. I had to find it on the Internet
1: on Deadspin or something. <laughs> wasn't that bad? The guy's
4: no, no.
2: But he no, also.
1: No, that's the way to do it. He got two throws. Yeah. The first one was brutal. Right. He's the only guy who my throw was so bad, I yeah, want to do but, it again. But
2: like Steve said, the first <laughs> throw wasn't like a little girl throw. It uh, wasn't a wush exactly. throw. He zipped he, it he over went, the he catcher's went, head. He you went it for me? it. He went. For everyone knows he's drunk. (laughs)
4: right so yeah that's the way to do it the more i thought about i was like just throw it aim like for the second row of the backstop because you'll never get you know crap for throwing it over but if you dribble that ball like some of these guys have done you know when it hits the front of the mound that's just can't live that
2: down yeah i don't know man like uh, people really choke with that first pitch you see a lot of good athletes that are just unable to do it just no they get they get the they get the shakes they get the u.s curling team the, the u.s curling team those four guys that won they were terrible. Like they, yeah, they, they, could, they, could even they no. Like they up. hit, they hit yeah. like a ball boy and stuff. <laughs> like they were wild. Like they, for some reason, like there's like you know there's four curlers and an alternate, right? So there's five of them on the team. So for some reason, they the four starter guys all threw a first pitch at the same time. And they had like four catchers lined up. <laughs> it's like that's that's not a good idea if you had like former no. real pitchers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you had you know retired guys, it's a dumb idea. So I guess they figured whatever. They'll all just lob the ball in. And no, like they the balls went like cross. Everywhere. Yeah, it was like crossfire <laughs> and stuff. Like if people got hit and stuff. Like it's a great uh, it's a great video, Steve. I'll send it to you like, if you look on Twitter. Like literally, like the Minnesota twin players were flinching and stuff. <laughs> like, they were ducking it for cover. 50Cent had one of the worst ones ever. Oh, his
1: was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, 50, the that's the you one. Expect, one I was thinking you, about, you expect yeah. more. You expect yeah. more.
2: Yeah, I think though 50Cent had a freaking record coming out that week. I think he did it on purpose.
1: It's actually a good way of looking at it. If I, yeah, if I bomb the throw, then I it's think, double publicity.
2: I think he threw so
1: it into the ground. What? That's thinking outside the box. Because there, he's,
2: he said before, uh, he's thrown first pitches since, and he's thrown
1: strikes. Perfectly. Ah, nice. Milking it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Not <laughs> hey, bullets. I think hey. I could
4: do that, though. Yeah, but that's like your, that's a, if the rest of your life. That yeah, I don't know if I could do that. You're making enough already. You know that, That's tough. That's like throwing a fight or something.
1: Yeah, I don't think he really cares, Steve. He's just thinking about more money. He doesn't care if, if he, you know, screwed up the pitch. The guy's loaded. It's like Steve, he wants
2: more and more. There's a, uh, there's a big fan of ours, Clam Chowder, great guy. And uh, he's been listening and watching the shows uh, for, for about 15 uh, years now, since, since the early days. But, you know, he's the guy. He's our mascot. He, he's got a mascot out, uh, you know, stick and stuff. And uh, so we went to a Raptor game, and he was dressed as Elvis. And, you know, the thing is, I wasn't drunk either, so, yeah. sober. Yeah, I'm sitting there sober <laughs> next to Elvis at a game, and everyone's walking by hey, Elvis, right? So, of course, like, the Raptors come up to him. Like, they come up to us. We're sitting courtside, too. We're, like, in the third row type thing. So the Raptors come up to us, and uh, they're like, Elvis, would you like to shoot some free throws uh, with a chance <laughs> to win a trip? Damn right. So he's like, yeah, sure. And I'm thinking, man, how come this could going to be me? Well, because yeah. I'm not dressed up like Elvis. Yeah. So he goes out there, and it was pretty much like the worst attempts in the history of, like, like he wasn't even hitting the backboard type thing. Like, you know, they were really, really bad shots, and they didn't give him anything after the fact. Like, um... See you later? Yeah.
1: Back to your seat.
2: The only thing, like, I never I've never had to perform under pressure like that before. I've been in a band to perform in front of, of like, 2,000 satanic uh, evil metalheads, which is, that's pressure. But... I did drop the puck in a game, but it's hard to screw that up. You know what I won
1: when uh, they used to have the junior hockey games, and you put the puck through the little bit, little, little hole. I won. Uh, I won like a stereo system, and my buddy did it two weeks later in Hamilton. He won gas for life for his father for putting the puck through the the hole that's just bigger Damn. than the puck from center. So, Renzi <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to deliver you under gotta pressure. You got to
2: go. You got to go to like Phoenix and Anaheim and stuff like in non-traditional hockey markets. And just bring games? No, nah, dude, their their contests and intermission are so easy. It's basically like an empty net. Like, they, you know, so yeah. it's like you're at the blue line. If you can put it in the empty net, we'll give you $5,000. Yeah, not even
1: the hole. But, the hole like, net.
2: most people in the crowd have never had a hockey stick in their head before. And, like, they, they don't know, right? It's like you or me trying to lawn bowl or something. Like, I don't know how to hard to throw it. I play a little
1: bocce game.
2: I went curling. We, we went tough. curling, Steve, for the first time. Oh, curling's tough. The first couple of times, I threw I the rock.
4: That. Yeah, I want to try that. <laughs> the first so couple hard. of
2: times. Like the guy that was running the curling club came over. He's like, "Hey, hey, uh, take a little off, huh?" <laughs> like, Those rocks. I didn't lie. know, Steve. The rock is heavy as hell, man. So I'm like, "Man, I better, yeah, I better let this thing go," except it really picks up on the ice. So, oh, it gains. Right. I gains. let this rock go, and you could hear it like there's like Smash! eight games going on at once, and you just hear my rock like it nearly went through the board. So it was like, bam. <laughs> The guy comes it's so over, he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, listen, uh, you just want to take a little off that there. Yeah, uh. you were
1: really bringing the heat with the rock, Moretti. Yeah, I heard it from inside behind the glass. I'm like, that's Gabe's rock. I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
2: You're supposed to be drunk when you <laughs> curl.
1: Curling,
4: yeah, so yeah. So you know, you guys. I told you last week I got hit in the head my first NHL game (laughs) at the Cap Center. I also I have shot at an NBA game before, and I have been booed off the court. That's a true story as well. Wow! So what happened? I think I've only been to three Wizards Bullets games in my life. I've been to several hundred Red. So you got selected out
2: of the crowd to shoot. Shot. What happened?
4: Yeah. So when I was 12 years old, our entire team, when uh, my, my basketball team went now, I wasn't 12 at the time I was older, unfortunately, but no, first time I went, we had nice box seats and saw Charles Barkley in the Sixers, like in 1987, and that was pretty cool. But then the other game, so I maybe only been to two, cause this is the only other game I can remember my senior year in high school, me and three other guys that I played football with in like November of the football season. We were like in the state playoffs. I hadn't picked up a basketball in six months. The other three guys were even worse at basketball than me. And we're like 10 rows in good seats. And they came and said, anyone want to shoot after the first quarter? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So they could bring me down there with like five minutes to go. And my hands are already like sweating. I haven't shot a basketball in like five months. And I had to make five shots around the key and the heart, the longest shot would have been a free throw. Had I gotten to that shot? And I literally <laughs> missed like the five foot, like bank shot, like five in a row. So at that point, like, I knew I wasn't going to win these airline tickets. And the arena started to boo a little bit, so I just dropped the ball and did the hands-up <laughs> thing, you know, like raise the, raise the roof type thing because I had no chance of winning at this point because I had to make, like, four more shots in 10 seconds.
1: And, that's a and true you... story, though. Wow, Steve. And you They're, know, in like – Utah Jazz, all yeah, alone you... in Stockton. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, and you know, because I've been in that situation before, where, like, I've had good situations under pressure and very bad, and once it starts going bad, buddy, and you're in your head, you're sunk. No, you're like, screwed. you are
2: so sunk, like, it's over. And it's easy for people to it's sit good. there, too. It's hard to to step on a court, especially an NBA for court, sure. and drain a shot. Also, because of the depth perception. You know, if you're out yeah, there and you get to warm up for 20 minutes, yeah. you'll start hitting shots. Look, I was uh I was an analyst for, for the ABA, the Montreal uh what the hell are they called? The Mannix. Yeah, that's right. The ma- the Montreal I think they Manics. were the Manics. I think they were. the American Basketball Association. I was the color analyst. I never knew they the Canadian that's the ABA. Welcome wow. to my, yeah. the
1: Montreal Mannix.
2: Yeah, I was put it put it in my resume. I was an ABA color analyst. That's pretty cool. And wow. um so once before the game, same thing. I was standing there sort of courtside and the team was warming up, and uh, I sort of stepped on the floor, and one of the players said, yo, heads up, and he threw me a ball. Like, hey, you, you know what I mean? Like, shoot type thing. So I was standing there, and the entire Montreal Manics were there and stuff. I was at the three-point line. I played in the NBA hooping up. I played a lot of basketball and stuff. So I get the shot, man, toss it up. Air ball. Oh, no. Yeah. Air ball. And there's, like, people in the I stadium see uh, air ball. Yeah. They all sort of look at stuff. Uh, it's tough. I... And uh, I said, give me the ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> and uh, they gave me the ball back. And then I hit. And then I started to hit. I swear to God, I hit, like, four out of six shots in a row. They were all like, oh, look at you. Huh? amazing. <laughs> they were all like, white boy can shoot. And I, suddenly I was, I was, like, banking off the board. But the thing is, that's the thing. People don't realize it's the depth perception. I went out, and the same thing happened to me in a park the other day. I tried to be Johnny Cool, too. Like, you know, there's always balls going yeah. out of bounds. <laughs> so I was walking in downtown Toronto, walking past the park, and it's a pretty high-level game these guys were playing. Same thing, the ball came to me, and you're supposed to pass it yeah, back to them. Exactly. but you wanted to shoot. I took a shot. <laughs> Airball. Airball. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. You yeah, I haven't shot depth a perception, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't shot a basketball in, like, you know, five years type thing. But, yeah, yeah, they all sort of gave me the look. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah I yeah. just chumped myself. <laughs> time, I kept... time to get out of here. Yes, he now is. every time the ball <laughs> bounces towards me. I pass it. Yeah, exactly. I just, just give it pass. back. Guys,
4: the, be- the best part about this jazz game, though, is we were 10 rows behind Robin Ficker. Remember the old heckler who used to. Like- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that guy's is amazing. He used to tell him, yeah, you need we mail behind- That guy, yeah. Yeah. So we were in the section behind the Utah bench, okay? And Ficker has two seats. And this mm-hmm. is right after, this is like 1991, I believe, is my senior year. So he'd already gotten in some trouble or something. So the seat next to him, he has two seats, but it's just him and the seat next to him he has a like a scarecrow size like life like you know dummy and it was like a referee <laughs> with like a noose around his neck or something because he'd gotten some kind of gag order that year like something had come out recently about him like going over the edge. So he was more behaved, but it was the Utah Jazz, he's right by their bench, we're like five rows behind him. So this was the most entertaining sporting event I've ever been to even after the shooting because Watching him that entire game, he would read to Carl Malone out of his autobiography at every break behind the bench, just read chapters from – I think it was either Stockton or Malone. Malone must have had, like, a book out or something. And he would just stand up and read quotes to Carl Malone and John Stockton. It was just fantastic. Robin Ficker, all the young
2: fans out there probably need to YouTube that one. Uh, there's probably
1: oh, they, good don't, they don't make, like, hecklers like that guy
2: anymore. That guy That's was creative. Great. He had a big thing with Barkley gone. Yep. I think he finally got banned, or like you said, they told him, you got to shut the hell yeah. up. You can't, yeah. you, you've can't. you crossed he was the a line.
4: Lawyer. He was like a lawyer from Bethesda, Maryland, or somewhere up in Maryland, I think. But uh, My yeah, favorite guy. I anymore. think they
1: did, a, they did a whole article on him in Sports Illustrated back in the day, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, 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 sports best heckler and stuff. It was amazing, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> he came
2: up with the line. He was like, hey, Barkley, you're having a Maylox moment. Maalox moment. moment.
1: <laughs> Maalox moment. <laughs> Maalox,
2: <can't even> <laughs> My favorite was, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was back in the 70s, and I guess into the early 80s as well. But do you remember uh, Rainbow uh, Rainbow Wigman? Yes, the yes, war- yes. Hair? He was the Jesus Saves guy. Yes. He was basically at every sporting event ever, all major sporting events. He was in the end zone. He was at WrestleMania. He'd be in the front row. And uh, his hair, he had like an afro, except it was like a rainbow <laughs> yeah. type thing. Lucky charms right. colors. And it turned out like he was a rich, like, um, inheritance type guy. Because everyone's like, how the hell is this guy? And it was basically like, Evil evil jump Caesar's palace. Hey, there's Rainbow Man. You know what I mean? Like, wherever there was an event, he, he was there. And he'd have the sign, Jesus saves. And uh, John 3.16. And yeah, uh, say, Did he start the John 3.16? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, was that was him. One that started that? Yeah. That was his stick. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So uh, people wondered, hey, whatever happened to Rainbow Man? Well, it turned out he went off the deep end, and uh, he—he's in jail like he—he he blew up like oh, a well. uh, an animal testing facility, like he's an extreme. He went extreme. <laughs> like he's—he's he's from San shock. Francisco. Oh yeah, it's a crazy story. Like what the guy become. All right, Steve. So we got a couple of minutes uh, here. Uh, no NASCAR this week. Um, you know, there there is a NASCAR race, uh, but it's not. Um, it's Truck uh, what's, and
4: Xfinity. Yeah. Truck and Xfinity yeah, are at Xfinity, Iowa, yeah. I believe. So nothing, yeah. yeah, nothing major.
2: All right. So Major League Baseball, what are you looking at uh, tonight, Steve?
4: Yeah, I mean, we're in the, the dog days of summer, right? NBA ended last week. Um, you know, I, I still think one thing that's very interesting to keep an eye on just in a big picture perspective is the American League East. Either the Yankees or Red Sox, you know, they could have the two best records in baseball at the end of the year, and one of them will be in a do-or-die one-game situation even to make the divisional round. So I think that's going to continue to be a dogfight. And I think Boston and New York will still be play on teams. You're not getting a lot of value, but, you know, the run line tonight, you got the Yankees at minus one and a half even. Um, Boston on the run line is on plus money, actually, not as a slight dog. So you can actually take them as a plus money underdog for one of a few times this season, probably.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you, Steve, Gabe and I were just doing a market watch a while ago and, just seeing Cleveland at these numbers, like minus 230, yep. minus 250. They're, they're, there's so many games above 500, but if you bet these guys, you lose 900. So it's just good advice uh, not to be laying these things. Maybe more parlays. and what kind, Kluber of approach doesn't you lose, think. though. It's, it's frustrating. Though. It's, Gibson it's, Guitars has been not too bad for Minnesota. It's, 230 is a lot of juice. Hard
2: to get in front of Kluber.
1: Yeah, it is.
4: Yeah, you look at the uh, matchups. I mean, the, the lineups tonight, one thing I like to look at always is, you know, batting averages of the lineups and stuff. Um, the Twins lineup has hit like 148 against Kluber. Indians lineup is like 374. And that you're talking about a couple hundred at-bats for both teams. So uh, pretty substantial, you know, first five inning play probably on Cleveland tonight for that reason as well.
1: Steve, what about um, the Atlanta Braves not getting any respect? We went to the well again when we did the picks. Like, they're just winning. Even Anibal Sanchez last night pitched a gem, and now you're looking at uh, McCarthy versus Richard laying 45 cents. It's hard to get in the way of this team. They've been absolutely putting money in your pocket.
4: Yeah, unfortunately, we're a little late to the party if you want to play the futures. I actually, on a show I did a month ago, I did a uh, a first-month baseball show, and the Braves were at 70-1 to 1 for the World Series. So I recommended a small little play just to hedge it. I don't think they'll win the World Series, but just to hedge it. And then I did the show again last week, another, like, one-month show we do and they're 20 to one now. So I was, I was joking on the show. I wish it was like a commodities contract that I could close it out now, you know, and just take the profit. They went from 70 to one to 20 to one in one month. Um, that's what you want to look for in baseball. You know, you, these teams that have a shot at making the playoffs because you get a good price. The thing about Cleveland, they're going to be the only team in the division that's over 500 and they're going to win that division. Easy. They're going to be rested come post season. Unlike New York or Boston, they're not going to have to worry about a one and done play in basically for a wild card spot. And um, I think Cleveland's a real live shot. I think Houston, now that they've pulled ahead in the West, they'll probably be the division winner there as well. And they're the two teams that I think have the easiest path to the American League pennant still.
2: Los Angeles Dodgers with uh, Stripling on the hill tonight. Stripling's been unbelievable. He has been. uh, For the Dodgers. Dodgers are an incredibly streaky team. I always tell people this, and we bring it up all the time. The, The entire National League West, actually, is incredibly streaky, Steve, if you look at it. You know, Colorado go on these streets. Colorado are cold as ice right now. Arizona were ultra hot earlier in the year, and then they lost like 15 to 17 games, and now, you They're know, they fire. they go on a 14 and and four run. The Los Angeles Dodgers, case in point, with this, there's not a streakier division of teams in the league than uh, the National League West.
5: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand, or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out now. You can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
2: Starting to get some clarity here a little bit. As uh, Somebody on Twitter just sent me a, a picture of a bet that they made in which they took Portugal to win the game, and it's graded as a winner. Huh. Portugal graded as a winner, yet they won't let them take the money out. They froze it. So, so there's, per- a, there's a big problem Clearly, with this game. Clearly there's a computer glitch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, going on. And this stuff happens. You know, we talk about computer glitches. Um, you know, it rarely happens to me. It happens to Florio all the time. Um, nah, we're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we like, like to come at Florio. No, right? no, but sometimes, well, like, joking. listen, sometimes, like, uh, you know. No, the, the connections connection Sometimes, here. you yeah. know, stuff happens. That earlier today, it was a similar situation. Like, the world GPS system went down. Like, the world GPS system went down. Basically, I believe it's... Um, Apple that runs. Well, who else would it be? Well, you figure Google as well. Yeah. But I guess maybe not the the world's, but Apple's GPS. So basically, I saw people freaking out this morning. Like, so if the GPS tracker's gone, Cam, you can't get into DraftKings. Like, they don't know where you are. Exactly. Like, we're part of the world. Like, uh, this morning, same thing. People were like, what the hell? I can't get into my sports book. And they couldn't get into their sports books because some of the some sports books identify they, they block certain countries, and so their the geolocator app that the world uses was down and out earlier today. What about criminals with electronic bracelets? And such hmm? it's a very good question. I don't know what's, what are you saying? Bill Cosby's running wild right now somewhere? <laughs> I'm sa- I'm saying <laughs> I'm good, s- I'm saying on a good day No, I'm saying I'm not yeah. saying no, I'm not saying that like the the bracelet fell off and unlocked. No. I'm saying Apple that's what I know no. who sells their GPS system
1: to, you know, whatever. No, I just saw I know I saw I saw a show last week where you basically could take apart that uh, electronic bracelet in one minute. People are doing it all the time. <laughs> it's been crazy. There's been 50 murders from people who are on um, electronic bracelets, Gabe, like literally a monkey can take that thing apart in a minute. The guy showed you how to do it on TV. It was in 2020. It was insane. So anyway, but yeah, there's a lot of people running free. Uh, they just take them right off. But, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully the situation is going to get solved. And I tell you, it Will, we're not going to name the book. I think they're big enough to understand uh, this would be an absolute PR nightmare disaster. And uh, it's just a matter of time. The problem is it's taking so long because that's how many people bet on this
2: very popular soccer game. So, yeah, Apple Maps. That's the big one. That's the big dog. Apple Maps went down today. So, like I said, so you know, I don't know. I'm no, I'm no tech. Nor am I. I'm no tech. Uh, yeah. 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 So I'm no tech uh, guru here. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: oh, hey, Gabe, I'm writing code. Yeah. <laughs> Get me a pizza. Yeah, can can you explain the Apple Map and uh, how it works and the effect <laughs> that it had on Silicon Valley and the internet today? Sounds good, buddy. Exactly. So basically, any company that does business with the Apple. I don't know, the Apple Maps and a GPS tracker and stuff went down, and it's caused problems uh, for everyone. But you won't have a problem at mybookie.ag. Yeah, they're going to pay you. Get a 50%, 50% uh, sign-up fifty uh, percent bonus. Use promo code FNTSY. Um, don't worry about getting screwed over in the fantasy uh, world. DFS, sharks. Sharks like Cam dun, dun, Stewart. Dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. Actually, I want to double up last night. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. With the baseball lineup, Annabelle Sanchez got 30 DK points. Nice. And Koch won 62 combined from the pitchers, baby.
2: I was flirting. Uh, I was flirting with thousands last night. Really? I was, well, I entered like there's no millionaire maker for yes. the CFL. But oh, uh, you had both quarterbacks. So the big success, the biggest, um, not the most expensive. There's like $33, you know, 10-man tournaments and stuff. There's a DraftKings have quite a few options for CFL fantasy. Uh, but like sort of like their version of it. it's it's forty thousand dollars, so it's like 40, a, oh nice that's a big pot yeah it's forty k it's ten dollars to enter. There was like three thousand eight hundred people in it, and I finished like three hundred fiftieth. So I couldn't, you know. Who yeah. hurt me? C.J. Gable. He didn't. Yeah. He never does anything. We talk about, oh no, he was going to be in Edmonton. He's going to get a shot. Like it's one to, game. The, the, the guy yeah, runs yeah, backwards. Yeah, he, he, like he, I'm he, not, you know. He doesn't run hard into the hole when
1: he has. No, it. he's uh, too much dancing. You're yeah. right.
2: Sideways. It's always something. Here's with him. the
1: thing about Gable. When you're a guy like him and Messam, you're huge back, like Garrett Blunt. You run forward. It's very simple. You have the mo- You have the frame. Well, he's, he's smaller than Messam. No, but my point being though, he's also not a shifty, shifty back. He tries to do too many things. He dances lot in the backfield. He's got to attack the holes because they made holes for him. He just didn't attack them hard enough. Great game last night, though. Oh, how's the weather doing? Lightning storm, lightning storm. Lightning. That, like, imagine you were t- tuning in for the first time for a CFL game and, and you had to go through that shit show.
2: What a night. We got breaking news uh, from the Hoover Dam in, uh, outside of Las Vegas. A man is armed with a gun right now at the Hoover Dam. So if you're in your car right now with your family on vacation, like uh, Chevy Chase, Going to the Hoover Dam. Stay away. Stay away from the dam. (laughs) Stay away. A man is armed with a gun at the Hoover Dam in Nevada. The suspect is currently barricaded in what seems to be a tactical vehicle. I've never seen a. Yeah, this is gonna end well. We'll seen, uh, we'll uh, will uh, we'll keep you up to date.
1: I've never seen a gun at the Hoover Dam, but I uh, I remember I almost shit my pants when I was there. I've been there twice, and I was staring at a rattlesnake, and uh, that was not a lot. Of, that was not a fun situation.
2: I've never been, been to the. Hoover was Dam. Right, oh, there's snakes everywhere there. Man. I've flown over it, so I've seen it, but I've uh, never uh, never been there.
1: You don't like snakes either,
2: the poisonous kind. No
1: thanks. Uh, I don't want to see a, a. I don't rattle- like snakes, but I don't
2: have a. Um,
1: if you saw a rattlesnake coiled up ready to go, though, you'd be kind of, I think you'd be concerned. It's a very, very scary thought. It's, it's tough.
2: Yeah, the desert. Uh, Those th- desert snakes are mean. Desert has its perils. Kid. <laughs> it sure does. Scorpions, snakes, desert spiders, the, uh, <laughs> cacti, sharp.
1: Yeah, it's true. Jagged rocks. You said it. Great place. Uh, the Canyon, you can do a lot of damage there.
2: Now, I'm not really sure. I got other people saying, I got Portugal graded as a win. Like, in what world did Portugal win this game no, today? What, game... what am I missing?
1: Oh, the only way it's graded a win, if you got Portugal plus a half go- if you're doing the the half
2: goal lines, but you're yeah, not doing a money line. Was the, if the bet's on a money yeah, I'm line, getting it's, upset. A like, it's, uh, it's been like It's been like an hour now almost. I think it's been about an hour. Like, this should have been rectified by now. It should have. But I don't know. I'm telling you, man, the, the amount of
1: volume that they have going into this uh, si- situation. Well, that's every the Tom, thing. Dick, and Harry. Bet- my my this bet
2: is. is the, this is the
1: biggest bad game in the world's My bet, bet is, my in bet is, is
2: meaningless in their grand. Yeah, they're not trying to stiff me for my hundreds here. Like, no, there's it's people. A, it's a, that's, a, I could tell Sonny Vega's getting pinched yeah, for $3,600. $3, $3, no, right no, there's right there.
1: probably guys getting pinched for twenty grand.
2: And where are you, Sonny, right now? Sonny has a temper, too. He's probably freaking out right now. Well,
1: there. he'll be okay. No, I, I, I guarantee. No, you guys got nothing to worry about. It's just going to be a matter of hitting something. Hitting a button, fixing fixing the program. It's uh, You can't not get paid for a winning bet.
2: I wouldn't say that. They screwed me before.
1: But that you said it was on cricket in a match, and you didn't know what the hell was nah, going it was on. No, it was with a field this. goal prop. Field goal prop. NFL? Oh, yeah, I know what it was. That. that. was the Buffalo
2: game. All right, all right, all right. Going to put on speaker.
3: Hello?
6: Yeah. Taking
1: a look at the golf right now. We got uh, Dustin Johnson leading the golf tournament right now. Minus four. Taking a look at the leaderboard. Great rebound round for our boy, Tommy Fleetwood. Low round of the day for Tommy Fleetwood. He shot a four under 66. So the guy basically went from 44th position to T5. So everybody, if you take that Tommy Fleetwood plus 360 bet we talked about in the top 10, he's sitting now T5, along with Henrik Stenson, who had another solid round. He's been pretty consistent both rounds in this golf tournament, 71 and 70 for the big Swede. Also missed a couple putts down the stretch, as did Fleetwood. They could have got lower, but I'll tell you, we talked about it on the show yesterday, and Dustin Johnson, even with that lead, was live bet at plus 650 now. He has a huge, huge lead in this golf tournament, and that's the thing. This guy doesn't make mistakes, even when he did make that mistake and put it in the hay. He got uh, 27 people helping him look for the ball. They eventually find the ball. He gets out of there with a par instead of a double bogey. In that situation, it's going to be very, very tough to catch this guy. 69-67. The odds right now, if you're looking... That's the thing, plus 300, 350. If you can find Dustin Johnson in that range, it's, it's, it's a bet. He's going to win the golf tournament, but I know you want a little bit more take back there. Right now, Scott Piercy, four strokes back. Justin Rose, four strokes back. Ian Poulter at even, and Fleetwood, and Henrik Stenson, five shots off the pace. Dustin Johnson, we talked about it. Live bet, I wish you got him yesterday at plus 650 because he looks like a horse that's pulling away. That's the type of guy he is. He, he doesn't get scared.
2: It's all or nothing with Dustin Johnson. It looks like it's a, uh all uh, type of weekend uh, for him. You can get Dustin Johnson right now at minus 138. Yeah, remember before he was plus 650, damn it. Well, he's four shots up on it. I him. know. That's he's a, not. Yeah, he's going to win
1: the golf tournament.
2: He's a lot like Tiger Woods in that sense. That um, The old Tiger Woods. If you remember, yeah, Well, obviously, yeah, the old Tiger Woods. If you remember, though, Tiger Woods wasn't the king of Man, you know, some, you know, fills up by four, but Tiger's lurking. Tiger didn't lurk. Tiger pounced. Tiger would like drill you. There wasn't like a million like dramatic comebacks with him. It's the same thing with Dustin Johnson, I find. Either is just way better than everyone, and it's sort of like playing Steph Curry. It's like, dude, his threes are hitting. If Dustin Johnson's draining his putts, you're not beating him. Off the top, it's as simple as that. Off the top of my head, Morenci, you remember the two thousand? No, he's a front runner too. Of course, like he's comfortable. There's no pressure on him now. He's like, oh, gee shucks. Hey, Paulina, what around? Hey, he's had a glass of wine. But Uh, there's no no. like, oh, there's no like. He has no stress. Like if he's down by six, it's different. I know. You know what I mean? Like he's a front runner. He plays good. In
1: the lead, he doesn't get worried, and he has the he has the mindset. He's so chill. Like you see him at the interviews afterwards. Oh man, I could have hit a putt. Like like he is like he has like if you look at his uh, heart heart
2: beats per minute, like they're, all they're say, probably like 40. Dare I say there's actually I don't is there value at minus 138 mm-hmm. No. Yes, but if you, if I, I wouldn't take it. But he,
1: should, like, I'm who's going gonna, gonna, gonna to win the golf tournament? Well, you're giving me who's du- going to win the golf tournament other than him? Like, the only other guy that could probably come back is Fleetwood. He can go low, but he's five shots back behind Johnson. Maybe Stenson. Like, I, I don't, I can't look at Scott Piercy. No, he's going to go away. Ian Poulter, I can't trust that guy. Damn, it's my rounds. new
2: my new approach. All about the future. I'm clicking.
1: Yeah, I for just it. did. Dustin Johnson. Nothing wrong with it because I just wish we got it at plus 650, but you have a four. You said it. You have a four-shot lead in the golf tournament with a guy.
2: I've got a uh, Dustin Johnson spotted by four at the U.S. Open. I mean, yeah. I'll
1: take it. Off the top of my head, you talked about Tiger pouncing. Do you remember the 2000 uh, U.S. Open? I think Tiger Woods won that tournament game by 13 shots. I think he beat It was him and Ernie Els, and like Phil, like for T two and three, like that's the kind of dominance. Like Tiger Woods even had an interview today with his old coach. He goes, he just didn't want to beat you. He wanted to like put you down. Like you know what I mean? Like in match play, take you out on the tenth hole, eleventh hole, beat you by nine shots. Like that's what separated him. That killer instinct. Guys on the tour still don't have it the way he did. It's a shame that he's getting older now because you could see it in his eyes. Like I watched today, he made some crisp, beautiful shots, but. Man, I'm telling you, what happens when you get older? What do we talk about here? Eyes. His eyes are not the same. He can't read greens anymore. Older, I don't know what's going on. He's missing six-foot putts, eight-foot putts. Crazy stuff's happening. Tee to green, he hit fairways today. He hit fairways. He chipped on Gabe. I've never seen Tiger Woods miss more putts of under 10 feet. It was crazy to watch. And, hey, man. That's the thing. You know, once you get older, your eyesight goes a little bit weird, and you can't see the nuances in the green. He's, he's, no, I'm telling you. Well, I'm, older, I'm older I know, than him. No, I, know My eyes are, uh... I know it sounds crazy, Gabe, and he's read a lot of greens in his life. He's got, a, he's got a, a fused back. There's a lot of things. When you look at Tiger Woods, it's a guy that is basically part, like he's got robot parts in him now too, man, It's and, and he's getting older. Man, it's just he hits so many gorgeous shots, and his touch is still there, but. Man, watching him putt today, really concerned about another major. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. These guys are gagging today. Not, not, not even close, like a comeback. For Rory McElroy Gabe, we talked about him yesterday. This guy's 14 over par. He's T115, four over for the day now. Jason Day, plus four. What a train wreck. Jordan Spieth, plus 10. Tiger finished at plus 10. Some of the big dogs in this tournament, other than uh, Fleetwood uh, Stenson, like, these guys got murdered. Who's the winner? Shinnecock! Shinnecock punched these guys in the face, and everybody said at the start of the tournament, oh, this this course is going to play so easy, man. The minute the wind
2: picks up on that style of course, you're dead. Now I just spoke... uh, To the sportsbook operator? I just spoke uh, to the book, and uh, it was hard for me to be angry uh, because it was a very, very uh, cute-sounding British uh, voice. Great point. They should have more uh, ladies with
1: British accents to keep people from uh, anger on the phone.
2: No, I've yelled at uh, women before, too. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying you're probably into yelling yeah. at a guy a lot quicker. <laughs> but <laughs> she didn't, there was no argument. There yeah. was no, like yeah. a lot of times, like they're, they can get kind of cocky. Yes. They're very snarky. snarky. Brits can be snarky. Snarky is a good word. Condescending.
1: Uh, it's another yeah, word.
2: Condescending, snarky, rude.
1: Their, vocab-
2: their vocabulary is good. Like yeah. they're. Yeah, they'll they're, use words that you don't really use too much. They're crisp. Yeah. Like, you're not dealing, you know, you're not dealing with uh, with a farmer here, right? You said it. This 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 is not a
1: guy who's learning English through hooked-on phonics. He's got words. Yeah,
2: yeah, so they're they're, they're, they're very smart-ass-ish sometimes. Very, very much so. So, um, yeah, the lady was very, very polite. And um, basically uh, stated that, uh, yeah, they're very, very much aware. And uh, I'm not the only one. So, uh... Don't worry. So they said everything's going to be corrected? I'm surprised it's still taking them uh, this long. But they're on top of it. Now, we told you earlier, check out uh, mybookie.ag. Get a 50% uh, sign-up bonus. Uh, If you play fantasy sports, and, uh, you you know, especially with legalized uh, sports betting right now being all the rage... Uh, Check out MyBookie.ag. Check out their Props Builder. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus if you want it or not. If you want it, there's a rollover requirement. If you don't, there's no rollover uh, requirements, obviously. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against, just you and the props that you choose and the bets that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag and a promo code FNTSY to keep this show. In business. And they have a great horse. Keep the lights on. Great horse
1: book, Morenci. I'm talking every single track, not in North America, globally, and an 8%
2: rebate on horses. You don't get that from any other book. They do a great job. So I do believe that Dustin Johnson is worth the the look uh, right now. My one pick, I gave you guys one pick before the tournament started, and that pick was Fleetwood Mac. Yep. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood playing well. He's a good T20 bet, this guy. Maybe a T10 uh, bet. Oh, he's lingering. Yeah. T- I got him T10 at plus 365. That's a good, that's nice right there. He's uh, he's plus. Uh, 50 he's, bucks only. Should have gone more. He's five, uh, five shots off the pace off a of DJ right now.
1: Yeah, I got him in Stenson. Actually, things have really changed for me tonight, Gabe. Baseball went well Pretty last British night.
2: feel here at the it top. It sure is.
1: And the, the thing is, too, remember yesterday I was freaking out and whatever, and that's what can happen in golf. Like, Rose. Fleetwood puts up a 66. He goes Fleetwood. 46 to 5th. Yeah, Rose is
2: hanging around, too. He's scary. A lot of Euros at the top of the board Great here, Great point.
1: That's two American flags, Johnson and Piercy, and then three Brits. Rose, Poulter, Fleetwood.
2: Sweet and Stenson.
1: And a little sweet mixed-in meatballs.
2: Yeah league style course produces uh, euros play these uh, style courses out there in europe guys babano will join us next we'll talk some uh, cfl football we got the argonauts and rough riders tonight.
0: To the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Game time decisions.
2: Level two. First hour uh, flew by. We heard during the uh, the update. Dallas Cowboy players suspended for PEDs. Well, you know, uh, the NFL season's uh, rapidly approaching when Dallas Cowboy players start to get suspended. (laughs) What? That's shocking. (laughs) Shocking. What was shocking was the end uh, of um, a great day of soccer today. Great day of soccer. All three games delivered. Great drama from the early morning match of Egypt and Uruguay. Um, into uh, Morocco and Iran, and then just the icing on the cake, an epic match in which Cristiano Ronaldo um, became the first player to score in eight major international tournaments. It's it's unbelievable. Patrick. Patrick. He scored in the Euro 2004, 2006 World Cup, 2008 Euro, 2010 World Cup, 2012 Euro, 2014 World Cup, 2016 Euro, 2018 uh, World Cup. And he only had three World Cup goals before this coming into today in like 14 matches, I believe it was. And uh, he racks up another three. So, you know, it's the legendary stuff that we saw today. The drama's just getting started. Um, so, the Canadian Football League regular season got started last night and there was a ton of drama there as well. Oh, big time. Although it took a long time for the drama to unfold. And uh, being as hardcore as I am, uh, Cam, you know, I stayed on. Not only did I watch it, I stayed on. So the game ended at 2 08. Yeah, so basically you did your
1: show while the network who did the game went to their highlight package. You stayed on, did your show. Yeah. Game resumed. Game stopped the last game stopped the lightning twice.
2: Yeah. You came back an yeah. hour and twenty three exactly. minute delay and then yeah. another A- hour, hour 23, t- exactly. 32 minute delay.
1: Plus the game time. So that means you're on for what? Six
2: smooth yeah. six? They 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 lasted uh, these guys lasted like uh they lasted like 14 minutes during the lightning delay, and then they had to go to Sports Center because they were screwed. They were like, all right, yeah, we're out of we're, time we're, to talk We about. got nothing to talk about. See a panel. But uh, as I was watching the game, one person we missed uh, was Babano, who joins us uh, right now. And Babano, yep. uh, one of your partners in crime, Andrew uh, McInnes, uh, was with us in the chat last night. And despite the fact it's one hour ahead for him, it was three in the morning. And he's watching the end of the football game. I like it. We miss you, Babato. Where were you last night, Babato?
6: What made you think I wasn't watching the game? I was out and about watching the game last night, actually. Am I supposed to just log into the show with an invisible laptop that isn't there?
2: Out and about at 3 in the morning in Hamilton. Where, where are the sports bar hopping? Well, you have 24-hour yeah. sports bars in Hamilton now?
6: <laughs> yeah, well, he's got a bunch that are open till 2.
2: Epic game last night. Oh, it though. was good. Hey, let's give Winnipeg's uh, rookie quarterback well, some love. The, the people, the people that, um, the people that stayed, the fans that stayed. They, you know, they were treated to were some crazy-ass stuff. It in sure a typical was. Winnipeg fashion, they they lost a heartbreaker. Yep, piss it but away. they didn't cover the number. <laughs> they did cover. Winnipeg covered the number. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank good you. call. Thanks,
6: pal. Um, and lost in the mix of all the delays, which were frustrating. An hour delay here, an hour and a half delay there. It was a great football game. Unfortunately, the delays really... Uh, Put a kibosh in the uh, overall excitement of it, but it was a great game if you take cut out the delays. If you strip you string that football game together, start to finish, and cut out the delays, that was a heck of a football game last night.
1: I I, I got to tell you something, Bobano. Me and Gabe know Mike O'Shea well. He came on our shows. I've never seen a man age twenty years in like two years. Like he looks like he. I'm just I just he looks I, like, I, like I, an old derelict. He looks like an old derelict
6: on the street. I go, yeah.
1: I go I go. Is that my future? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we we talked about it yesterday and uh, we crushed it in draft games yeah. yesterday in the CFL actually uh that Mike Mike Riley he's like the Aaron Rodgers we talked he's about he's amazing him. he really is and you know what he was off last night too you know there was an it was an interception in the end zone that was all on him a couple other times he had wide open wide receivers he overthrew them over their head he, a lot of balls were too high last night for him he also got sacked a few times looked but, a little confused yeah but yeah. In the last three, four minutes of the game, you know, he, he marched down the field. And I'll tell you, those Edmonton Eskimo wide receivers, really, really talented. Uh, yeah, it was entertaining stuff. So, anyways, let's move on to tonight's uh, game. This is a really tough game uh, tonight. Now, it's an Eastern Division final rematch. Saskatchewan, remember it. They're talking about it. The money's coming in on the Toronto Argonauts. It's up to three points right now. The total is remaining strong. They're sitting at 50 it was a track meet last night. It doesn't mean it'll be a track meet tonight, but it's hard betting unders in the Canadian Football League, and is a real toss-up game. I expect this game to be uh, close tonight.
1: I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. At first, when this line came out, Argos 1.5 steam- steamed up to three. I got to tell you, Saskatchewan, Mosaic, home field, I think I'm going to be going down
2: with the melon Heads tonight and take the three points. Well, yeah, you, I don't know what you're you thinking, battle You cashed last night with the home team, so who do you like for Bano in this game?
6: Well, I probably had something to do with that line move, guys. It was pick and I released it, and it shot up to two, two and a half, and here we are now three with Toronto. I like Toronto. Uh, I don't like anything about Saskatchewan on the offensive side coming into this season. Their offensive line was a horror show in training camp and in preseason. Their quarterbacks, Colaros and Bridge, in the preseason tune-up combined for eight for 22 and a measly 61 passing yards uh, that's not going to get the job done they've got offensive issues Zach Kolaros a quarterback who is scared to run with the football anymore after all the injuries now you got a bad offensive line in front of you I think that's problems with a good Toronto pass rush Saskatchewan does have a good defense they're gonna have to lean on it to keep them in the game tonight they're certainly capable of doing that but I think Toronto wins like by six or seven points I think they do enough to get the cover I think the game stays under the total I know unders can be tricky we saw that last night I like the over last night but I like the under here tonight. I don't trust the Saskatchewan's offense. They could barely get a couple first downs uh, with Kolaros or Bridge. Uh, I'm not sure they're going to be able to move the ball up and down the field tonight.
1: I'll tell you one thing. That weather didn't help the total. When you come out there, the teams, you know what I mean? you got to come out. We're stretched. They're eating food. Coming back, you get You get didn't no
2: stop. It no, didn't stop uh, from putting put, up uh, yeah, 63 That's points. what I'm
1: saying, though. It had it, The offense had more of an advantage towards it because the defense is kind of like, what the hell's going on here, right? But tonight, I think, we're, I think you guys are on to something. 50s a lot. Saskatchewan can play a tight D at home. I'm not sure if Toronto could really run up the, the points. It went way over the number yesterday. We're seeing a total Toronto's a patient kind they of are patient They are a very patient team. I think, I think under 50 looks like a play to me tonight, guys. They, so they are, guys and
6: from, from what I've read, they want to go very short, controlled passing game with Ricky Ray, get James Wilder Jr. involved in the offense yep. a lot. A very controlled, methodical attack, I think, is what you're going to see from the Argos starting tonight.
2: But what we see every year, and you got to remember yeah. this stuff, and we see it in college football often in week one. We even see it in the National Football League. But the Canadian Football League, guys, they only have two preseason games. And the starters never really play. Like, the Toronto Argonaut starters didn't play. Like A, a wild wilder was in a
1: street clothes the whole uh, damn time. A lot, a
2: lot of guys didn't play. And in practice as well, football practices are different than they used to be. In college, they still beat the crap out of the kids, but... The CFL players don't make enough money, man, to get run to the ground in practices, and they have a pretty good union in that. It's a, like, good, it's a good point. CFL practices—they're they're like they're they are very soft. They're three hours. I'm not saying they're soft, but they're—they're they're like three yeah. hours. They're not right. So there's only so much work that could be put into this, and tackling is bad. No one knows how to tackle in football anymore. So just little runs turn everything turns into a big play now because no one freaking tackles. Last night, man, it was pathetic. Like, five Edmonton Eskimos would just throw themselves at oh, a dude. You're right. The tackling was horrible. Nobody wraps up anymore. Nobody wants to wrap up. Nobody, it's, tackling is a lost form in football. It's just, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, Especially everywhere. College,
6: NFL, CFL. all three.
2: Even professional, yeah. Like, cornerbacks in the NFL, you'll never see a defensive back in the NFL wrap up or try to tackle. Yeah.
1: And they used to just murder guys. They put their
2: head down. And they'll throw their bodies, which is kind of weird because it's much more dangerous to what they're doing, and it's actually like more risky for them to get injured. <laughs> but it's just like a man thing; they don't want to get run over. So, like they, you know what I mean? You see, if you're a DB and you see Todd Gurley coming, yeah. you're like, screw this. And same thing in the CFL. If like Jerome Messum's running at you full speed, guy's thinking, I'm not getting in front of this. It's not my job to tackle. Him.
1: Ronnie Lott must be watching this football now, and like. Almost like cringing. Yes, I'll tell you something. Back in the day, Steve Atwater, Ronnie Lott, they lived.
2: But they to would punish get, guys. They would get they always kicked, They would up. get kicked out. And yeah, now get, every, they because it's all totally. Everyone's Every a game every, now. every tackle, Ronnie would be a 15 yeah. yards for targeting. You know what <laughs> no, I kidding. call it, Gabe, effective hitting. All right, so uh, all right, so Babano, you like yep. the under and the Argos in this game tomorrow? We have the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Your Hamilton Tiger Cats getting eight points against Calgary. It's kind of a re, you know. It's a lot of fresh faces and younger faces on Calgary on the defensive side of the football, Uh, but they're still a juggernaut. And every team always has fresh faces on uh, sides of the football. Eight points, fifty-four and a half. Uh, What do you, what's your make of this game?
6: Yeah, this could be the one offensive shootout of the week. Well, actually, it was not second offensive shootout. We had one last night too. But yeah, I think there's going to be points here. I mean, Calgary's offense is going to be. I think pretty good again. Bo Levi Mitchell's back. Uh, I know they lost some uh, offensive linemen, but the receiving core is great. Uh, They're very high on this Terry Williams, who's going to take over as the starting running back for Jerome Messam, who is now uh, elsewhere. Uh, so I think Calgary's going to be a good offensive team. But there are concerns with the defense, and I don't think it's going to be something that's going to be clicking right away for Calgary early on. They lost Tommy Campbell, Charleston Hughes, Joe Burnett, three great veteran defenders on that side of the ball. It's not going to be easy for them to replace those guys. So there could be early season struggles for the defense until they come on. Hamilton could take advantage of that, and Hamilton suffered one of their worst losses you'll ever see last year here in Calgary, 60-1. to That's when the team was falling apart. Ken Austin resigned a couple weeks later. Uh, I think the holdovers from last year's team that are back on the Ticats this season kind of remember that and want to show a little bit better for themselves. I'd lean Hamilton here just because Calgary's playing Toronto next week as well. Grey cup rematch. We'll be at that game. Uh, Calgary's going to be am- amped up for that game today. Maybe take it a little lightly here with Hamilton. So I'm going to lead Hamilton. I really like the over, although it has gone up.
1: Yeah, 54 and a half. I, that's the thing. I, I think Calgary can score on Hamilton, and Hamilton's going to score on them. But, Bannel. let's talk about uh, Montreal and BC. I'm, I'm more of a dog player, especially in the Canadian Football League. But, uh It's really hard to get behind uh, Montreal, especially when you go out west. It's a murderer's row. Toronto goes out there and gets killed usually. BC does the same to Montreal. It's very tough for those eastern teams to go out there. As we speak, the line just went up from uh, 7.5 to 8, Babano. BC laying 8, total 49. What's your opinion on the Leos and the Alouettes?
6: Well, the question is: Do you want to lay, uh, do you want to take points here with a Montreal team that hasn't covered in 11 straight games? Uh, that's really the question you got to ask yourself. 0-11 uh, to end last year, both straight up and against the spread. The Alouettes, uh, and the amazing part is they were that bad last season. We all saw them. They were a terrible football team on both sides of the ball. No quarterback play, no defense, bad coaching. Cavis K- Reed a terrible job with this roster the whole bit. 11 straight covers and they were double digit uh, failed covers and they were double digit underdogs in a lot of those games and they still couldn't cover. That is how bad it was with Montreal. I think they look like the worst team in the league again going into this season. I don't trust Drew Willie or Matthew Schiltz. Drew Willie is going to be the starter but he's not really been any good. He's been bouncing around from team to team. The defense is very young. They brought in, I know, Tommy Campbell a really good player from Calgary defensively. But if Calgary's given up on you and doesn't want to pay you, there's something to that. Maybe you're just not quite good enough in the future in their eyes. So uh, I don't know if that's a big-time signing that Montreal thinks it is. This is the time cam for BC. It's this year. It's time for John Jennings to prove he's a number one quarterback. The team's been upgraded around him. Good receiving core, good running backs, better offensive line, much better offensive line, actually. And the defense should be really good. This has to be Jonathan Jennings' season to turn it around, and they've got to get it done here. This is their most winnable game early on. I, I think they can roll and win by double digits.
1: I love Jennings, but just, just the mistakes he makes after great plays will put you in orbit. He's that guy. He's so good and so bad all wrapped into one. What do you guys think about the, the teaser option where we're getting games Calgary now minus eight you get them to minus one and BC at a pick with these big spreads I hate to be the advocate of teasers Babano but it might actually be a prudent move just for these uh, favorites uh, to win the game or you can even take Hamilton at plus 15 if you like so I think these teaser options with BC down to a pick look very very lucrative
6: yeah the Calgary Hamilton game could be one of those you tease either side you win because I, I think Hamill can stay within, like, 7 or 10. I don't know about win the game straight up. I could see Calgary still winning the football game. So if you tease either side there, that's not bad. And BC is a great teaser option. You get them below a field goal now on a teaser, that's fantastic value. Uh, because I definitely think they're winning that game straight up.
2: We should note, so Jerry Glanville. Jerry Glanville is uh, one of the coordinators uh, with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. That's true. They got they got June Jones, Jerry Glanville. It's yee-haw! Yeah, it's a as, party uh... time. As Jerry Seinfeld would say, oh, yeah, this is going to add well. Uh, it's like, better. Uh, it's better or else there's going to be one it, it less it, season it, ticket holder in Hamilton it next year. It like, Jerry Jerry Glanville was kind of, like, kind of old and clueless, like, 15 right. years ago. Uh, actually, 20 years ago, was it? When he used to wear
1: the big belt buckles and hats. And, yeah, no, like, that's the thing. Like, Jerry Glanville hasn't really been relevant for like, over two decades.
2: The guy I mean, leaves. Houston the, Oilers and Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, yeah 20 exactly. some years belt. ago, Yep. He leaves it he still leaves a ticket at Will Call for Elvis. Yeah.
6: Some things never change. Yes. He's hit it off with the players. Everybody says the players think he's hilarious. He's funny. They love the yeah. guy. And now, can you coordinate a CFL defense, though? That's what I'm interested in. I
1: got I got a ticket for Elvis at Tim Horton Stadium. Listen, for, are would, you
2: kidding me? No, no, that's, but that's, just, that, that's his shtick, yeah. right? He's always left a ticket at will call for Elvis in case Elvis, yeah. his idol, shows up. <laughs> Look, I would tell him, listen, coach, hey, Jerry. there's only 32,000 seats in this stadium, all right? Yeah. and one of them's not being reserved for Elvis. So for Elvis, no. We need to sell this ticket. <laughs> you know, someone's got to let Glanville know. Elvis is dead, all right? Even if he didn't <laughs> die, Coach, <laughs> all right. and I'm a conspiracy guy, even if Elvis didn't die, he's dead. He's dead by now. <laughs> oh, he's very dead. He's yeah. dead. Yeah, oh, someone's got
6: to fill, fill in Jerry Glanville that the, uh, the toilet was invented a very long time ago. Time to get acquainted with that. Uh, I'll
2: tell you, Hamilton's
6: coaches though, you look on the side like I dropped that got one got from of- the
1: uh,
2: the <laughs> repertoire of a band. Yeah, that's uh, if you're testing they, material they got, that's it. Yeah. they got a lot of characters the other guy they before they had that uh the Jeff Reinbold guy.
1: Dude, I met Reinbold in Memphis at
6: yeah. an airport. <laughs> he's on <laughs> a buono staff now on yeah. uh, uh,
1: uh, DC. Uh, right. no Reinbold always hangs around. I always see got him pictures around the city. Yeah.
6: He he's, he's
1: yeah, he's a linger.
6: He was fighting with uh, Dave Ritchie, wasn't it, way back when? That was hysterical, yeah. Dave Ritchie. Almost, they almost fought each other on the field, yeah.
1: Dave Ritchie, I miss Dave Ritchie. He looks like a big, fat, like, postal guy. Like, he was just kind of like, hey, everybody. Like He was like Santa Claus, a friendly one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't a very good, uh, good coach. No, no, like, I can't call no, him out, no, I, actually.
1: I will. I bet he's a great guy to drink beers with. He's oh, just yeah, not yeah. a great coach. No, maybe he saying. just yeah, didn't yeah. have good players. I'm just good.
2: saying he looked confused a lot. That's he, all. He looks like an angry old man. He looks like a type of dude that you'd be like, oh, shit. If you were dating a chick and yeah, that's yeah. a father comes, you'd be like, oh, gotta we gotta get out of here. Check out that. You're disappointed, yeah. At Twitter, at Babano. You can uh, find him at SportMammo.com and uh, watch his videos on the SportsbookReview.com YouTube uh, page. Game Time Decisions continues.
3: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 844-
2: the World Cup in the books. Thanks to Babano for joining us. Steve Merrill as well. We're going to call it Steve uh, Merrill's story
1: time. We're telling a lot of stories with Steve. Steve I didn't know he went down and shot a basketball air ball in front of people. Got hit in the the face face with 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 a hockey puck puck before. These are things I didn't know about Merrill. You've been doing the show a hell of a lot longer than me, but man, that guy's had some interesting things happen to him.
2: It's funny, too. I've been to a lot of sporting events over the years, like, Tons, and uh, I've never been—I've uh, never—I've uh, never been hit by an object, or you know, I've never got hit by a ball. I've never got run over. Like my buddy got ran over by a bunch of people chasing a foul ball. I got a ball, but I got a—I you
1: know, I, I got a foul ball, but it wasn't through any skill or anything. It bounced off chairs to the ground, and I just picked it up. Like it was no yeah diving to make the catch. It was just on the—it was on the ground.
2: I got a Kev, Kevin Elster home run at Dodger Ooh, Stadium. Kevin
1: Elster, yeah, that's going back. I like that. Yeah, that, that's cool. You catch a home run ball.
2: I was in, I was on the sidelines of a high school game in Texas once, and uh, nearly got run over by Terrence Nunn, who's actually Terrence Nunn. Yeah, and um, that was pretty close. But I learned pretty quickly to move move back. I was a little too close to the field. Did Terrence Nunn play for the Falcons? No. Um, um, Rams? No. Oh, I'm trying to, Terrence Nunn. Buccaneers. Saskatchewan Roughriders. Saskatchewan Roughriders.
1: <laughs> I thought he played for the Bucks. Terrence Nunn. Hmm. Uh, he might he, he might have played in the NFL for a couple of years, but I
2: uh, he was probably like a practice roster, yeah, or, you know, type of dude. Remember, or, yeah, Terrence. Or Nunn. tried out. He maybe he played in the preseason in the NFL for a year, maybe or something. Oh,
1: I didn't see this Terrence Nunn. Wow, who's that? That's the other Terrence Nunn.
2: a former American
1: wide receiver. Oh, what is this? His wife? Oh my God, what's going on here? Yeah, he played for the, actually, Gabe, he did. Terrence Dunn, a former uh, American football wide receiver. He played for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the Canadian Football League, also the New England Patriots as a free agent in 2009, New England. I thought it was Tampa Bay. Yeah, And he went, he yeah, went, to, he yeah, went yeah. to
2: Nebraska. When people say
1: that he played. Uh, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, there he is. But yeah, you're right, practice squad
2: guy. Eight catches in the preseason yeah. was waived, exactly. Yeah, see ya. Signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was waived on August 31st. In other words, he was waived the day before the season started. <laughs> see you, Terrence. <laughs> so, but yeah, you see where he's from. Houston, Texas. Yes, he is. Cypress Falls. That, that's where I saw him. Nice.
1: Was that when you were down for?
2: Uh... It was the Super Bowl. Oh,
1: that uh, Canada versus USA football thing that you talking about.
2: The World Global Junior Championships yeah. at the Super Bowl it was the, uh, the pan- Nipplegate. It was the Panthers oh, and the yeah, Patriots.
1: Nipplegate. Yeah. Was that, Were you there? Oh, the, actually, that Super Bowl was that not the one that you told me with? Um,
2: uh, Rob Dibble. S-
1: yeah, Rob Dibble and Mick Ozzie, and there was something else that happened on that one too. I think you told me another story about that Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I got uh, a lot of things happened on that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's great, Mick Ozzie puking on Rob I
2: Dibble. Off, uh, I got kicked off. I got kicked off media row.
1: That's right. I forgot about And, and didn't you hang out? What was it? Vince I, Lombardi Jr. You were at the table? No, that, that
2: was another time. Oh. Uh, I got uh, Yeah, I got forcibly removed. That's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Morensi, you're coming with us? One of those, like, grabbing? Like, he grabbed you. He physically, like, grabbed your arm and escorted you out the door.
2: There, no, there was, like, six of them. Wow. And, um, yeah, and then I, I went across the street to, like, a hotel, because it was kind of raining out and stuff like that, so yeah. I kind of had to figure things out. Stay dry, regroup. And then I got removed from the hotel. Unbelievable. You <laughs> just can't catch a break. Just trying to loiter, and they're like, hey, see you later, sir. They're like, yeah, this is uh, this is NFL uh, run, too. Yeah. Like, what do you mean it's NFL it's run? It's, it's a damn hotel. Yeah, standing here doing the Dan Patrick show, <laughs> watching the Dan Patrick show here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quite, quite the week that week. Yeah, that's wild. Quite the week. Everything's all right with the NFL now. Took the... Uh, uh, I went back uh, for the Detroit Super Bowl about three years later. Yeah, I remember that Super it's Bowl. All, all one. Yeah, that was the one yep. year your team got uh, screwed in. Yeah, that was... uh it was that Hasselbeck, uh, Seattle Seahawks, and uh, Ben yeah. Roethlisberger's first Super Bowl win.
1: Yeah, that's like... We don't like to tell, like, bad gambling stories, and we don't over-exaggerate on the who show. Was, that was probably kind of one of the worst... Lo- I, I remember
2: losing... What was the guy's Every name? Single Antoine Randall Al. Yeah, That's Antoine it. Randall Al, and they had a fa- they had a fake but they play. They didn't really do it no, in Pittsburgh. Seattle An- scored. Antoine Randall Al popped like a big play. There once. was a
1: reverse. Seattle also. Seattle. Ben Roethlisberger did not score on the on the fourth down and points off the board. Daryl Jackson scored and a touchdown. And there was the pick six. They called they called they called it offensive pass interference. Hasselbeck made a throw to the one yard line, late flag, and then the referee afterwards went down. It's basically in the history of sports. After the hand of God, they call it the number two or three screw job referee uh levy said oh it was one of the worst things i did it i was horrible that game yeah thanks i'm sure seattle uh, appreciates your uh, apology after you gave the game to the
2: steelers at least you guys won a super bowl after thank god that denver super bowl that was
1: a it was great i do have one super bowl win in my life which is great it's not fair that buffalo doesn't have one but i'll tell you losing two sucks too but we we got one we got one
2: yeah the patriot one was uh heartbreaking yeah, that that that's uh, that was heartbreaking to me financially. <laughs>
1: so it was to me, buddy. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 was, I was like a te- that was, that was close to like a ten. Di- I remember because I was betting pretty hard those days. That was a big uh, swing on that game. I think it was ten dimes. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that Marshawn Lynch didn't run this ball in. And it was just a bad dream. And I was working at a bar, and I had to get on the mic, and I just threw it down and, like, left. I didn't even get, grab my money. I
2: I did have Pittsburgh in the first one, even though I do know Seattle got screwed. Yeah,
1: I, I had Seattle on a teaser, too, for a lot. It was just a nightmare. One of
2: my worst bets that I did make, I was on Denver in that Super Bowl, and uh, that didn't end well. No,
1: that did not end well.
2: I was on Seattle in the uh, the Super Bowl against New England, and that didn't end sounds well. Sounds like Seattle
1: really screws
2: you. Seattle has screwed me a few times over the years. Actually,
1: I remember another time Seattle screwed you when we were in Shoeless Joe's and you met that kind stranger and you were partying with him, and you go, I'm going to double up on this damn game. Uh, it was Green Bay and Seattle, yeah. right? Anyway, Seattle's been a part of your uh, bad dreams. Trust me. They, they, that, they, was they a bad, me that was a bad night. Oh, I remember that night quite well. Actually, and then we had another night before, I, after, I put, after I, the Argo game where the Eagles couldn't cover against the Cowboys. I got smoked that night.
2: I had I mean uh, smoked. I had like three thousand dollars on that Sunday. That's that that Seattle game. I think it was like week one or week two. The NFL season. I remember it was a Sunday night. Sunday night game. Yep.
1: Because you came to the bar for the early games.
2: And um, yeah, I watched. You met that that dude. Yeah, I watched that game at uh, at a trendy bar called Local.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. It didn't end well. Yeah,
2: bad vibes in that bar.
1: You don't win. You don't win games in
2: that bar. And I'm usually not a uh, provocative uh, type of person, uh, but. I think that that was the night I went all hockey style and I pulled someone's like jacket over their face and started hitting them. Over like uh, I don't even know the name of the game. They have those stupid games there. Yeah,
1: like cornhole and shuffle puck.
2: Nah, they have another one like it's some sort of like bocce ball. Yeah, I don't know if it's bocce. Yeah, it's just lawn know. bowling. No, nah, it's indoors, like a table. Yeah, no, yeah, the it's the one with the sand, shuffle puck. Whatever the hell it was, whatever, man. I was playing with some chick against... I was with some chick, and we were playing against some other dude and, like, his girlfriend. And I don't know, man. He said something I didn't like. I was pretty hammered at the time. (laughs) And I was very upset about the way the game was going. And, uh, yeah, I just reached over. I reached over the table, and I remember... Like, I really caught him by surprise, too, because you don't really expect someone to do that. No offense. When I'm in a
1: fight, I don't think a guy's going to pull a hockey move on me. Like, (laughs) Like I reached over.
2: I reached (laughs) over, and so hockey move, guys. So, basically, it's like hockey players. It's a slick move. So, they'll pull the jersey up from the back over the guy's face. So, basically, it blinds the dude. Then you just start Start punching him in the face. And he can't see, and he can't get out of it because he's all tangled, like... Imagine, like, you take your shirt off and it's all a problem. So I did it perfectly, too, because I caught him off guard. And I reached over, and I pulled, like, he had this leather jacket. And I pulled it, like, right over him. (laughs) And then I started going. I didn't get a lot of shots in, though, because security jumped in pretty quick and stuff. Was that the night where the security guy goes, hey, Moretz,
1: I used to like you and really like your show. Yeah. (laughs) Now I don't like you anymore. Yeah, yeah, the security guard grabbed me. I used to me. really like your show. He's, <laughs> like,
2: uh, he's like, listen. Uh, uh, hey, bud. He's like, you're going to have to leave now. And uh, he goes, you know, I was a big fan of yours. I watch your TV show all the time. He goes, very disappointing Pointy. to meet you in person. <laughs> <laughs> very disappointing to Yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> not the first time I've gotten that. So you know, <laughs> I'm used to that one. Sort of that's awesome, I've, no, I've, I've heard that, that one before. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I went right into like F you mode. <laughs> yeah, so I was just addicted him. You, I was like, Yeah, whatever. Screw you. I was like, Yeah. And uh, I actually apologized to the guy, though. That's cool. Yeah, I apologized to the guy. It
1: takes a big man to apologize. Sometimes you gotta. You know what the problem is? Because I, you know, I walk, no, I'm gonna tell you I walked
2: past the place, and I'm sober and stuff. Listen. And I saw the guy, and I went up, and I said, "Listen, I apologize." And I told him. I said, "Listen, I was upset about the game, and." I said, the guy was a jerk. I shouldn't have pulled the jacket over his head. And, you know, I said, I'm sorry okay. for causing a scene here.
1: I'm not the North American liquor board, but when we were down at the bar, you probably had about like 10 or 12 doubles while the time we were watching regular games. Then you and Buddy that you just met went to the other bar and were throwing about ba- So you probably had about a good 20, 30 drinks in you and the guys lipping off. Sometimes uh win or lose you hit the booze. Yeah, and, and, know, and the booze hits you.
2: At the time I'd just broken up with a chick that I'd yeah. been with for like nine years. So you had sports rage and anger issues. Yeah, so it was all sort of rolled into one.
1: Yeah. I do like the move with the shirt over the head though. It's a classic. It's <laughs> a good one. No, I, honestly like if you were ever to fight like really a grown is, man it, now, like, really, no one would ever
2: do it because it, it like, really is I foolproof oh, too. If
1: you, if you if you get if you execute it, the guy's done.
2: And a good thing is, like, yeah. if you're in danger too, you could pull this off guys. You know, if the dude's way bigger than you, you know, and you want to get the hell out of there, it's a good way. Just pull the jacket over, get, you know, his shirt over his face, get a couple of shots in, and then yeah. uh, bolt. <laughs> <laughs> we feel like
1: we're boss rootin', giving people self-defense tips. Yeah, yeah. I watched our video where I got choked out again on the air. Oh, man, that bo- was a lot of fun. Boss
2: rootin' self, uh, yeah, that oh, video of you get choked out is great. But oh, it's a lot of fun. The bo- boss rootin's, boss rootin' self-help videos are, like, really the funniest thing I, I agree. It. Just take the way the, bar. the way he smash, talks smash, with, yeah, with his love. accent. I know. He goes, so say you're standing having a drink at the bar, minding your own business, and someone comes with a beer bottle, hits you over the yeah. head. He goes, you grab him by the throat. Bam! And he, he makes a sound effect. <laughs> he goes, bam, you choke him. <laughs> he goes, after you choke him, you grab the bottle and, Stab him in the throat. <laughs> he's My like, favorite move he's like, bam, bam, and like he, <laughs> and then he does it full speed, and you're like, holy shit! He can really do oh, it, yeah. Yeah. The like, best
1: is though, you know, in the bar where the bar bar people lift the wooden thing to get, and he put the guy's head there and smashed his head right off. He, sorry, hit the deck. <laughs> you're right though. Like that guy. Think about Boss Rootin is not only is he comical, he's very resourceful. Uh, like, if you those, guys have never moves, seen it, guys, oh, you got to watch it. Man.
2: And uh, yeah, the thing is, no one can pull this stuff off. Like. He could. It, he makes he, it look easy. No, but, but he
1: could do it, I think.
2: So it's basically like he has a bunch of videos where it's like him like in a bar. And it's like someone comes at you with a pool cue. <laughs> this is what you do. You pick up a ball. So he's like, but it's very logical stuff, right? Uh, and it works. But it is true. Like if, if you're in a bar and somebody swings a pool cue to you, the best thing you can do is pick up one of the pool balls and smack <laughs> him in the face with it. <laughs> right? Like... I always, man, I got to be honest. I always sort of scan the scene, Cam. I'll just sort of look and think, yeah, if shit really hits the fan, I'm going to grab that, like, metal bar that's hanging on the oh, wall. Oh, I know you are. Like you know, like, you know what? the best thing about I always walk have... in. Whenever yeah. I walk in, I always sort of look around and think, all right, just in case something happens, what, like, what what would I grab? You know what I mean? Because it helps, Cam, just to be that step ahead to know, instead of looking around, you're like, all right. No, like yeah. a guy like Boss Rutten. He already knows. He's like, "Oh, trouble in the bar. I right, grab this to pool cue. I'm gonna stab the guy with it.
1: Exactly. Put it. Put it right in his eye. Know what you're like. That episode." where Homer Simpson was the big brother, and you remember Bart was so disappointed with his dad, he went with the cool guy. And then, <laughs> and then Homer's like, okay, and they go to the aquarium, and Homer fights, and he throws dirt in his eye. That's like your move. like. And Homer's like, I fight. <laughs> remember when Homer <laughs> fought? <laughs> he fought so dirty, like kicked him in the nuts. The guy, he blinded him. I'm like, that's you, Maretsi. Like, you look around, like, whatever I could use, that coffee cup, that bar of soap in a sock, you know? Like, you, you got to be resourceful in a fight sometimes. Ugh. Very resourceful.
2: Kansas soda in a pillowcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so crazy. Those hurt. Uh, he could kill someone like that. Yeah, I told you when we went to. Uh, yeah, you we got, went to, got got problems with your bookie. Nothing yeah. and a couple of cans of RC cola <laughs> and a pillowcase can't Whack. handle.
1: I told you when I was uh, when I was play- uh, a young kid, my parents sent me to this ghetto hockey camp. We used to have to fight for our bunks, like fist fight, like bare knuckle fighting, like it was crazy. I'm like, what the hell? Is I didn't stuff? have to do you, that. You do this stuff now. You're in jail. Oh, yeah, like, those yeah, counselors yeah. are in jail. Like, I remember I went to the finals. I lost to this guy from Long Island, but I got the second best bet. It was like, this guy knocked <laughs> me. Dude, I had braces. He knocked me. He put my braces right in my lip. Oh, man, that guy had a nice nice right cross. I'll tell you, though. Yeah, like, I can't believe
2: it. Like, now yeah, today why don't like, you, let's uh,
1: be fun. Let's, let's be friends. We why don't, uh,
2: yep. What do you consider getting in uh, into a mixed martial arts camp as a heavyweight? Get in there and uh, roll around with some of these guys. Yeah,
1: my problem is that my cardio, not very good. I think I can, like, I'm, if I am if you, if
2: you connected, yeah, you'd be able I think if
1: I can connect, I can, like, I've been in fights before. I gotta be I've honest, also been though. beaten up by, like, some big goons in the NHL. So I could see, you, I could, really, I
2: could see you just getting need right in the gut. Oh yeah, like uh, Alistair yeah. Overeem just seeing <laughs> yeah, that belly yeah. and just going off. Oh, oh yeah,
1: God, the like, guy, yeah, knees, his knees, just like, his knees are so sharp. Or even pigs. just like
2: a, <laughs> a like an undercut bow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said it. His knee's so sharp, he pops that golf ball thing out of my gut. Like that's the thing. Yeah. No. Well, a, he he need.
2: I'm gonna be honest with he you. He he need uh, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar went down, right?
1: How long? I, I don't think I could last in a cage. Like that's the thing. People think they could fight these guys. If I were in a heavyweight fight with those guys and they connect, I'm dead. It's pretty simple. Like, there's no way. And I'm a big guy. I get knocked out. The, the funny thing is regular get regular people think they can actually like some guys think they can take these these people are superhuman athletes yeah. man they're, they're 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 fighting specimens they have they have rock jaws like it's crazy man
2: I don't want to, I wouldn't want to fight any of the chicks at the UFC No they'd kill us no. If you think the are, only well, the only chicks whatever the 115 pounders I still yeah. wouldn't want to get punched in the face no. but they're 115 pounds oh, so you know what I mean But Holly Holm knows boxing <laughs> she not, would she would knock my She'd put my face like, rearrange it. Yeah, yeah. If I mouthed off at Holly Holm... She'd kill you. She could just kick me in the head knock <laughs> me out. <laughs>
1: That's the thing. She could kill you with her legs and
2: fists. And even if I punched her in the face, she's been hit harder. No, she'll go. She trains with Greg Jackson and stuff. Hey,
1: Tully t- Savalas.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> give just... Me an- give me another. I just... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I was in Vegas okay. once, uh, poolside. There was a bunch of UFC and MMA fighter chicks. And it was, like, Fourth of July. with these VIP sort of... Passes and stuff. And so it was like, I don't know if it was Misha Tate, and it's a bunch of like the hot ones too. And they were all in bikinis. And so all these dudes were going up to them and stuff at the pool. And they were like, Oh, you girls are so hot and you're tough. And you know what I mean? Can I get a video of you punching me or can I get a kick? (laughs) And they were like, Well, all right. if you really want to and stuff. And man, they're big dudes, Cam. And they, they sucked it up and, like, oh, okay. One dude, like, said, kick me in the nuts to one of the chicks. She was like, whatever. If you yeah, really want to be did, stupid, did, yeah. okay. She freaking drilled him man, like, the guy was, like, on his knees about to cry, but, yeah, you know, he was a big, tough jock guy that, you know, in remember, front of his buddies, they're all filming. Him. Remember <laughs> when like, you
1: fought that Russian guy at the gym we went to and yeah. he used your face? He's just, like, a cheese grater and used yeah. the octagon? <laughs> I actually met a guy, Robin Black's buddy. I
2: go, give me one of those leg kicks. I thought the guy broke my leg. I, it was like jello. Yeah.
1: People don't understand. The guy wasn't even trying.
2: Yeah, I got into a cage with Misha Serkinov, oh, yeah. UFC light heavyweight. Tough guy, but right? I really, it wasn't, like, sparring. Right. Good
1: commercial, though.
2: The only thing is he got a little rough with me, you know? Like I, it wasn't going back and forth. Like oh, no. he, I just got ragged. Dolling. Yes. Yeah, I got ragged. Yeah, he stuck my face against the cage.
5: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand, or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out now. You can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
2: Great song, Rainbow in the Dark. When I see lightning, you know it always brings me down. May rest (laughs) in peace. Uh, Benny uh, Benny Ricciardi will join us uh, a little bit uh, later on. We'll talk some uh, Major League Baseball DFS, full slate of Major League Baseball DFS, uh, you know what? One thing we've noticed, Cam, I, I assumed, I thought, and I'm kind of frustrated now. Well, whatever. I can play these games anyways. But there's no more, like, there was only a four-game tournament for DraftKings. I thought there'd be, like, a three and then a two. So, yes. like, now now you have to play the showdown game. So, like, DraftKings has the Winnipeg. Uh, they had the Winnipeg-Edmonton game last night yes. as part of the four Or a single, yeah. So now tonight you can play Saskatchewan in Toronto, but but you
1: can't get in the four now because the other game's done. That's why it's all single
2: game showdowns now. So now
1: we know to put our CFL lineups together, we got to do it before the Thursday nighter for that contest.
2: All right. Uh, So we um, we doubled our money last night uh, with the CFL lineup that we gave. Uh, We gave you a CFL lineup. We finished three hundred fiftieth out of like four thousand people. Um, Tonight I find it to be a little trickier, but we'll get into that in the six o'clock hour. We'll talk some Major League Baseball uh, DFS with Benny Ricciardi as well. So uh, two days of the World Cup are in the books. Uh, now that it's the weekend, it gets even more active right now, Cam. We've got the four games tomorrow. Yep.
1: Early wake, man. Six ba- in the morning. You know what I'm sensing, Morenzi? I can see you. You're going to do your shows tonight. Wake it up. Get on the computer. Bet, bet, bet. And get your bacon, eggs, and toast going, buddy. I love Saturday morning.
2: Well, last night I was up, and I was on until about, like, 2.22 or 2-whatever. Two <laughs> 2.22. And then uh, I was up at, uh, I woke up at 7.45 this morning for wow. the Uruguay game. Wow, yeah, it's 8 o'clock
1: start, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I've, 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 I'm not going to i, I got to be honest with you. I've You're slept about. You're burning the candle at both ends. I've slept hard. about five yeah. hours in the last two days. The thing is, it's like, you know, the, the same thing happened with the Olympics. It just wiped me out. I ended up like staying up all night and betting on this stuff. But the thing is, if I'm all wired and I'm up watching games, and I had a lot of money on the game last night, but I didn't. I didn't go to sleep today till about five o'clock. Then I woke up at seven forty-five. I'm not going to lie, I fell asleep during the soccer game. Yeah. Um, and
1: then you got to do your DFS lineups. That takes a while for the baseball.
2: So I fell asleep. And it, you know, it was good timing though. I literally, I, I saw the first few minutes of the Uruguay game, <laughs> the, the national anthem, and all that stuff. And I was smart. I placed my bets last night before I went to, you know. That's a good way to do the it. bets at like 4, you know, whatever, like 4.30 in the morning or something, mm-hmm. cause just in case I didn't wake up. I even set an alarm on my iPad. It's a problem. The iPad sucks. Like, I should sue them. You know, last week I missed a hit with uh, my boy Dane uh, because of yep. the iPad. Like, I don't sleep a lot. So when I do, sometimes it catches up, and especially later in the week. So I didn't. I don't even hear this stupid iPad uh, go off. But why well, don't you put on do uh, the buzzer on the phone that yeah, I do? I yeah. do. I,
1: I do two backups. I have an alarm, and then I put you, my normally phone. Normally, I don't on. need an backup. alarm, but uh, normally oh. I don't
2: need one. But when I never sleep for like weeks and stuff, it catches up. But I woke up to the crowd cheering when Uruguay scored. Nice. That, yeah, oh, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. It's so loud, it will wake you yeah, up. Exactly. oh Man, what's going like, on here? I was trying yeah. to. I could hear, and I was like, is it one, another, two? I was like, oh my god, they scored! all right. And then I sort of woke up, and then I woke up, and uh, I yeah, And then suddenly, boom, the next soccer game was starting, yep. and I hammered that game, but I gave a lot of the back in this Portugal game. But Uruguay, man, good thing they scored that late goal because
1: uh, at the end there, they had pressure, 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 and then finally get that header to go in. But uh, we got a nice card
2: on Saturday. Game so four. what are you going to do 6 in the morning? You, six, you're not getting up at 6 a.m. for this. You're not that big of a soccer fan.
1: I'm gonna tell you the truth. I probably won't get up at six o'clock in the morning for that. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, know what I'll do. I'll
2: do the old uh,
1: halftime kind of wake up thing. I'm not gonna lie to you because I need to. I got sleep apnea. I also kind of sleep like Chewbacca. I don't. uh, I don't do very well when I go under. Um, but yeah, I think we can make it for Argentina, Iceland, Peru, Denmark. Actually, I, I I'd like to watch that game. I want to watch Peru play. People, and people, Parisian,
2: Nigeria is going to be fun too. People on the uh, on the West Coast. Um, so it's three in the morning tonight.
1: Might as well just see. That's the they'll thing. they'll be staying up. If it, okay, that's the thing. If it's three o'clock, I roll it all the way through and then do an afternoon get nap and then watch golf. Right, but six o'clock. Eh, it's a bit, staying up till six and three is a little bit different. But anyway, you only sleep a couple hours a night. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend thought i was dead the other night because yeah, she said i wasn't rolling around she had to check my air and stuff I'm not, not cool. I'm not
2: saying i'm the healthiest person yeah. in the world here but
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you,
2: so yeah six you're six healthier than i knew you before australia and france is it uh, six a.m france. france in a parlay yes. minus 400 let's start building yeah, france is minus 400 they'll win that game 2-0 the other ones are all tough like, Argentina should beat Iceland. I, but they, it only they, might be one nothing. It wouldn't shock me if that game was a draw. Argentina could underachieve. I but, agree. But Argentina should beat them. I mean, you know, they're one of the favorites to win the stupid tournament. Peru-Denmark. Even though I don't think they will. Peru-Denmark's a tough game. Yeah. Very tough. I think Denmark beats them or it's a draw.
1: Denmark plus 145 draw plus 220.
2: That's the one. I'm, I'm going to stay away from the total in the France-Australia game. Australia is going to play defense in this. They're, they're, they really are. Yeah, they, they, like they're going to play
1: for a scoreless draw. Today
2: we had a lot of sort of evenly matched teams with the exception of the Uruguay game, and we saw what happened there was one nothing. Like, Australia aren't going to push, you know what I mean? They can't push the tempo against France. Like, they're going to try to kill time, kick the ball around, and just sort of eat the clock, but... Yeah. France could put a crooked number up on them. It wouldn't shock me if France won four and four nothing and it wouldn't shock me if they won two nothing. so but France is going to win that game. Argentina and Iceland Iceland are tough you know it Kev. They're, you know, people aren't giving these guys any chance at all that, to and, even advance. you know what? But that's a big mistake. Remember what they did last time? They, they're, they're one the of those
1: Euros. Teams. They advanced to the quarterfinals. Yeah, they're very gritty. They might not have the most talent in the world, but nobody works harder than those guys. And betting against them doesn't seem to be like a recipe for success. I'd tread lightly going against Iceland.
2: They're good. I think that's the one to, uh, to bet the, uh, see, the total is, it's two and a half to the over. You like the under? Iceland's not going to score. So
1: uh, one nothing or 0-0. Nil nil. So
2: maybe, or you bet like Argentina clean sheet. And of course, clean sheet basically means shutout. Yep, shutout. Where's the clean sheet? Clean sheet.
1: Cotton L. Sharman. Clean sheet.
2: All right, here, both teams to score. No. Minus 175. No. I don't think Iceland's going to be able to score on Argentina. I think they'll make Actually, Argentina's you know that's life difficult. That's an interesting bet. Like, they'll, like they'll today, probably lose
1: one. one like the, 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 today there's in no Morocco, way score on. The,
2: today in Morocco and Iran, I put 200 bucks on, uh, will both teams score? I said no.
1: Yeah, until the last second of the game. That's a bad beat. No, that's no, a, I
2: won the bet, because the bet was, will both teams score? Oh. It was 0-0 when the team scored at the end. Oh,
1: okay, okay. So Extra I won that time. bet. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, I won that bet. What the bad beat was, I lost a plus 200 for no goal in the entire game. But the totals are tricky, especially when you get these good teams, too. Like, Argentina could explode, you know, for a couple of goals. Even though Iceland, had to give them all that they can handle. If you parlay France and Argentina, it's minus one uh, minus 150. It's actually not too bad. Argentina and France
1: is minus 150? Yeah. I like that.
2: Now, you get into the, the Peru and Denmark game. Don't touch it. Another very tricky game. You know, the Peruvians are good, man. But, you know, the The Danes are good, too. This one should go under. Denmark play tough defense. They're hard to score on. They don't do anything crazy. They're big dudes. I lean with Denmark winning like 1-0 in this game. And then Croatia, Nigeria. Ooh, very tough. I think we got a live dog here with the Nigerians. And, of course, uh, I got to be pulling for my brother's. I am 0.9% uh, Nigerian. That's
1: right. Ancestry
2: DNA. Yeah. Plus 275 for the draw, plus I, 450 for the win. I always
1: used to cheer for Cameroon because it was close to Cameron. They, <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone's like, they, they, used Cam- Cam- call, Cam. Yeah, they used to call me as a kid, Cameroon. It was my nickname, and I remember when Cameroon was in tournaments, I always had a soft spot for Cameroon. Like Cameroon it. was a good uh, African nation for many years. They were the creatures oh, of they the were, yeah, for no, many, good. many, many years.
2: They were good. Um, i take a look at the over in this Croatia-Nigeria Actually, game. Actually, I
1: agree with that, too. I, I think, think there's going to be some goals. Skulls.
2: Neither team really, really want to push, you know, any defense. Nigeria play really fast-paced, open style. They want to score. Croatia are pretty offensive-minded as well. I would go over the two and a half, and you're getting that at plus uh, 120. I like that. And, you know, like I said, man, I think Nigeria are one of these countries. They could beat anybody at any time, but they could also lose to anybody at any time. But, but they're good, and they've got guys that play like in the Premier League and, uh, and big-time leagues. So, yeah, the Nigerians, are, they're going to be difficult to deal with. To
1: your, to your point about Nigeria, that's the thing. Like, they, don't, they, they don't play that style of like, setback, whatever they want to take. They want to dictate pace. They want to attack. They want to do those things. And I'll tell you something, Gabe, even though Portugal got that draw today, their defense is absolutely brutal. Like there's no way this team goes deep. Their defense, like Spain, was all over them after that first goal. Yeah, but you, Spain, Spain, Spain's are that, a wicked team. Spain are that good. They are that good. I'm just saying, they look like
2: Portugal looked really confused defensively at times. The still. thing, the thing with Portugal, the thing with Portugal is they're they're freaking good. So they're not going to have a problem with um, with anyone else in this group. They got the this was their toughest game. Now yeah. they play Morocco and Iran yeah they'll win both those games yeah so like so portugal's moving on essentially but portugal just doesn't have enough to beat the top 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 i know they won the euro but look look what they needed today man they got Three a penalty kick yeah, <laughs> ronaldo scored a hat trick it was a miracle kick at the end of the game they're right there though and i tell you man like you said portugal were 25 to 1 coming into the tournament They they weren't getting a lot of love or respect because of the way that they looked in the qualifications, but Portugal are one of these teams, they always raise the level of their game in these tournaments. I've been watching Portuguese soccer, man, a long time and they're always sort of shaky coming into these things. And and they they always ramp it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like that. Twenty eight. Having Ronaldo doesn't hurt. No, having Ronaldo. That guy, what he did today, but look, the that fir- last the first, was
2: special. He got a hat-trick, but look, the first goal was a penalty kick. You or I can score on a penalty kick. Yes, I'm can. not saying we, no, could we can also miss. Yeah, but we can score. But, all right, so he scored on a penalty kick. Essentially, 90% of the players on the field would score on a penalty kick. Yep. So he scored on a penalty kick today. His other goal. Worst goaltending blunder Yeah, ever. it wasn't. Well, no, there was way worse in the Champions League, trust but, me. Except, yeah, yeah, with the but, Liverpool uh, game, yes. But that was bad game. But the thing is, the, the second goal that he scored today Whatever, he was, like, right at the edge of the box, and he just sort of squibbed it toward the net. Well, not a squib. He kicked it, but it wasn't, like, even a shot. He just sort of, you know, there were people all around him. He was like, ah, oh, whatever, and he just sort of kicked it at the net. <laughs> and if you don't shoot, If you don't shoot, you don't score. And uh, the goalie sort of pulled a Buckner. Like, he sure, bubbled it. Yeah. Like, it went through his, his, his hands, and it went in the net. So, you know, he got, as great as he is, it was, like, two lucky goals. And then the last goal though makes up
1: for two lucky goals. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they said that. Yeah, that Costa was... Rica and Serbia Sunday morning. I would go under the number. Germany is minus two hundred against Mexico. That's going to be a tough game, but Germany's going to beat them minus two hundred. I'll bet that. And then you got Brazil and Switzerland. Switzerland, are no joke, man. They no, haven't lost not. in fifteen games. They got a fifteen game unbeaten streak going. The Swiss. I think right actually
1: you think that might be a draw. If you're getting pl- a good plus money at that, Brazil's a wicked team. But you said it, the Swiss can play with anybody, man. They're very, very underrated.
2: They're underrated. The CFL football game starts at nine o'clock uh, tonight.
1: I got, I got parlays, teasers. I got things coming up. My yin yang game for the CFL. T- uh, I, I'm feeling it. Uh, I like that uh, under tonight. I think is a good play. Hopefully the Argos do a lot of dinking and dunking. One thing we know about Ricky Ray is a veteran quarterback, yeah, he's you no—he's know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to get wild, Wilder acclimated to the offense again. He hasn't been playing in the preseason. I, I could see this game kind of being slow. The only thing I worry about is uh, the wins at Mosaic Stadium and uh, Regina, man, they can be absolutely crazy at times. If there's no wind, I really like the under in this football game. I think both offenses are going to struggle to score a lot of points. And lots of teasers too.
2: So what are the teasers?
1: I'm going to take Saskatchewan plus 10 to the under 56.5, so right now they're 3. I also like the Rough Riders in the game, Gabe. Um, they're at home. That line went from 1.5 to 3. I think they'll do, do enough. I, I still respect the Argos. I think they're probably... You know, one of the best, if not the best team in the CFL. Calgary might have something to say about that. They're wicked, but Saskatchewan at home, revenge situation. I'm going to take the three points and the Saskatchewan plus 10, under 56.5, seven-point teaser. Also, teasers on the weekend. We're going to knock Calgary down to minus one with BC just to win the game. So a seven-point teaser with Calgary and the British Columbia Lions. They're going to get it done there. And you can even do the same thing, I think, with Hamilton plus 15 and BC. I'm going to do both teasers like I talked to Babano about. Also in soccer, I'm going to do your advice. Argentina and France parlayed at minus 150. If that goes well, then we're going to play the rest of the board. And in baseball tonight, they lost last night. I was on Boston. I'm going back to Seattle and Paxton tonight. It's only 50 cents. They're at home, and I think uh, they're going to rebound after losing to the Red Sox and get to Porcello tonight, buddy.
2: Yeah, I'm going to stay. I've been riding the Seattle Mariners um, and, you know, they were always underdogs. I don't want to lay it tonight. I hope, you know, maybe I'll jump in tonight at the last second or something. I understand why you're doing it, but I just don't want to lay the 50 cents uh, there. You know, look at the baseball board uh, tonight. It's tough. a tricky it's one. It's very tough board. Matt Harvey's pitching like Matt Harvey again, or at least the bad Matt Harvey. Uh, but I don't trust uh, the Pirates. I don't want cool. to be part of Miami and Baltimore. Uh, the Yankees are minus 220. I kind of like the Nationals. They're not really playing great, but I kind of like the Nationals. Yep. Uh, Minus 140. I like the Nationals. Yeah, I do.
1: I think I lean the Nationals, too. Better lineup in Toronto, getting a good price there. Our boy Gio Gonzalez
2: on the hill against Sanchez. Corey Kluber's on the hill. Now, it was 220 earlier in the day. It's actually not a bad, even though the the Indians are money burners, it's actually not a bad price for Kluber. Minus at 220, up to 230 right now. We're going to parlay the uh, Dodgers. And the Indians. So we got Stripling and Kluber parlay together. It's like plus 107 or so. Plus a 107. We'll get to our Major League Baseball picks a little bit later on.
1: Stripling, he's been on fire. Holland pitching a little bit better. And Gabe, you talked about it, man. I talk about it with Billy the Doorman. When the Dodgers get hot, they get real hot. And when they score, they score them in bunches. It's time. Like, this is right now. Just ride out this Dodger streak because you know you see good things with these guys. And when they win games, they're putting up a lot of seven runs, eight runs, nine runs. When they're raking,
2: they're really raking. Yeah, San Francisco do play them tough, though. We're talking about Oh, these guys yeah. don't like each other. That's actually your
1: natural rivalry. Giants hate Dodger fan, Vice versa. They don't like each other.
2: On an update right now, Ian Poulter's uh, on a run here right now. Suddenly, Ian Poulter's two under par. Just two shots back wow. of Dustin Johnson. Ian Poulter. He's gritty, man. i got
1: to give this guy a lot Justin of credit. Justin
2: Rose is now one under par. Be careful of him. Scott Piercy is uh, even. Charlie Hoffman is even. Now, uh, Tommy Fleetwood's uh, in the clubhouse as well. He was uh, he was four under uh, today. Now he's uh, plus one through low, uh, two rounds. Low
1: round of the day, buddy. 66. That's That serves good. Maybe he can do it again. If he shoots two more 66s, things can get interesting.
2: And uh, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, we'll get to this, actually, on the other side after we talk some DFS. But there's been a lot of talk of... Uh, LeBron games to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, there's a report that Kawhi Leonard has told the San Antonio Spurs he wants out. That uh, he's, I think he's a free agent after next year anyway. So he's, he basically told him he's leaving. And uh, he wants to be traded. He doesn't want to play for them this year. And he also told him he wants to uh, get traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. But whatever, man. The, the, that's the thing with the NBA. The players run this stuff too much where they just want to jump ship and join yep. this team and that team. Hey, they get Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and uh, LeBron.